Welcome to Encounter. This is a podcast and radio show where Adam Prime, Joe Costa, Cole Persio sit down and talk about encountering Christ, culture, and community. And on this week's episode, uh, we're going to be laying the groundwork for our future episodes as our uh, groundwork starts to really you know, come to fruition as we have a few guests coming up. We have uh, planned for the next few months, and we were looking over the topics and the things that we're going to be covering. And we wanted to take this week to lay the groundwork for the next few weeks and, and really put a biblical outline for this topic. So we're excited to talk about this because this has been a topic of conversation among us uh, three and with people in our fellowship for five years now, how to handle these things. Because um, uh, this topic probably branches out into where most disagreements occur within Christians. I was going to say, it's probably, I, it's not, I don't think it's unique to us three. I was like, yeah. I no, like this no. is the most spoken almost, about. Almost every disagreement, unless you physically point it but out. But they may the, not know, like, this is the overarching title over yeah. it. You know, like, right, there, right. there's a mm-hmm. small branched mm-hmm. off issue. So what we're going to be talking about tonight is the gray areas. And so what we mean by that are things that aren't black and white. So issues that are black and white are what the scripture clearly says yes or no to. You know, should we steal Yes. Oh, no, oh sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's more gray areas than I thought. <laughs> um, should, you know, we lust. Should we um, commit murder? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm answering all yes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> all right, so we have a lot of work to do. Uh, so the ones that are, are basic, you know, the Ten Commandments, showing us what the standard mm-hmm. of holiness is. We're going to look at those and be, okay, God, thank you so much for making those clear. And then we're going to move to... Uh, the New Testament, where we have the Holy Spirit being given to us, and, and we know that the Holy Spirit's going to help us guide and make some decisions, but we live in a world and a society and a culture that's different. So when we are thinking about how to apply things to things that didn't even exist back then, mm-hmm. we have to look at principle and then try to apply principles to today, right? So. Yeah. You know, we're talking about cell phones and social media. You know, look at what did God say about communication and how can mm-hmm. we apply that? What did He say about worship and how can we apply that today? So, mm-hmm. today we're going to put a biblical foundation, lay it out, talk about it. We're going to be addressing three major texts for the first few minutes. We'll talk about what gray areas are probably the most concerning today and which ones people say are gray areas because they want to take an easy way out, and they're actually not gray areas, and how we should handle them themselves. So we're not going to go into depth on any one gray area, but we're going to talk about more so when there's a gray area, what do you do next? Especially new believers. Uh, You're going to get a lot of black and white, but you're also going to get a lot of gray very quickly. And if you go to a new church... The experience is probably a lot of people who have been walking with God who've come to their own convictions in their gray areas, and then it might appear like they're all rules that you have to follow. Mm-hmm. And so finding your own path in finding and hearing God's voice in those gray areas is what we want to help you guys do. But I would, I would venture to say this isn't even unique to our faith. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm sure every faith has gray areas. I mean, because most faiths have scriptures they mm-hmm. perceive as holy. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to say literally everything about everything. That's true. Yeah. So I'm sure this is common amongst. Except Scientology. That's true. Ronald Hubbard covered everything in that comic book in 1974. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. That's just wild. But okay. It is wild. Yeah. It's Leah Remedy covered it all. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. <laughs> it's another encounter podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Joe, you want to hit the first uh, scripture, um, First Corinthians? Yeah. You want me to do six any or six? I'll start with six, and we'll, we'll see. 
All right, so First uh, Corinthians chapter six, we have this is Paul writing to the church in Corinth. Um, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Mm. So that's heavy. It is heavy. Yeah. So this is where we get to the question of uh, can we, should we, could we? You know, where you're talking about just because we can doesn't mean we should. Right. Or if you were to summarize that in modern. Mm-hmm. Layman's vernacular, right? Like, I yeah, I think we almost need to read eight too to to be able to continue yeah. with the. You want to? Yeah. Um. So then, First Corinthians chapter eight, Paul, uh, again speaking to the church in Corinth. However, there is not in everyone that knowledge. For some, with consciousness of the idol, until now eat it as a thing offered to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. But food does not commend us to God. For neither if we eat are we the better, nor if we do not eat. Are we the worse? But beware, lest somehow this liberty of yours becomes a stumbling block to those who are weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will not the conscience of him who is weak be emboldened to eat those things offered to idols? And because of your knowledge shall the weak brother perish, for whom Christ died. But when you thus sin against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never again eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. Hmm. Um. So that I, yeah. just that section of scripture to me eliminates every question of gray area ever. Like, elaborate. I don't know how to. I don't know. <laughs> now, basically, what I'm I'm trying to think of a gray area. Just gray areas in general. Sh- shouldn't it be as simple? And I'm not saying I do this or anybody, but shouldn't it just be as simple as if Scripture doesn't 100% say something about it, you can use, like, reasoning, just regular logic to decide if it's going to be good or not, or or if God would, it would please God or not. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think yeah. of an example of that, what, and the Holy like, Spirit guiding you, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but those three things. Right. Well, I mean the Holy Spirit I'm kind of God. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um but yeah, so like I don't know, like if we go to the examples of some of the, I don't know if we want to go there yet, but um I mean the whole thing about like making another person if you cuz gray areas, right? What what we're implying is that gray areas, there's some people that think one thing on it and there's another people that think another thing on it. So for example, the church in Corinth didn't want to eat some of them didn't want to eat meat offered that was offered to idols afterwards, and then you eat it. You know, and mm-hmm. Paul was saying like, "There's one God. They're literally offering it to nothing. It doesn't matter. Just eat the meat, or, or you're wasting food." He's mm-hmm. like, "But if they think that you're eating it to another God or another idol, then don't do it because then they're going to think it's going to ruin your testimony. It's going to ruin it's gonna make them stumble. Right. It's going to make them stumble." So the fact that gray areas have a group of people. That think one thing about something and another group that think another thing, just don't do that thing then. Mm-hmm. Because you know there's 50, whatever the percentage is, right? We'll say 50 for argument's sake. There's 50% that disagree with what you're doing. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what he sums up in those in those. Well, one thing sections. I, I, I like about this, this chapter is that it shows that this was an issue from the very beginning. These people. This is this is the first century. I mean, this yeah. is the first church. Right, right, right. But and, that and but, and it's becoming a problem. And, right. And Paul to the moment Paul has to stand up and and find a correction for it. And he offers, like you said, pretty straightforward solution. If right. I mean, um, 
there is no law binding you to one side or the other of issues that are not directly restricted by Scripture. But there are some things that you follow up with that. Is it um, is it honoring God? Is it stumbling others? Is it furthering evangelism? Is it you know these questions you you list? And then once you answer those, I don't know how you wouldn't have clarity. But I, I could correct me if I'm wrong. Anywhere in this in this sentence going forward, a lot of these Corinthians were Jews, correct? So they were very used to following laws and and expounded laws that the Pharisees mm-hmm. brought upon the people. Um, so they're like, oh, just give us give us right and wrong, and just tell us that. He's like, well, no, 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 there isn't right and wrong. It's do it unless it makes somebody stumble, like unless, it, like you said, ruins. Like the spirit's test. involved now, yeah. so you can't just have. Yeah, not, I'm not I'm just going to tell you 613 laws anymore. Yeah. You know? So I don't, but I don't know how much of the, the church in Corinth was that's, was Jews. That's I, I think there I was, was definitely some, but I don't think there was that many. Okay. Because they were in Greece and they were they were Gentiles. However, the the concept the of the Jewish, spirit was I mean, the Jewish, everyone there. Yeah. You know, just the Jews dispersed mm-hmm. many times throughout history. So I mean, they would have been all over the Mediterranean, but I just don't know how many. We can say, but I do think what you said is relevant either way because the the group of people there, the Holy Spirit indwelling them is new, regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's still new news to whoever's there that yeah. it's no, it's now you now have the divine discernment, you know, to be able to go through this because no other religion had the Holy Spirit, and then very recently this one didn't either. You know, that's a good point, I think. Yeah, and I also think this is like I don't. Good job, man. This this question seems. <laughs> Like if you're putting yourself in first century, you know, Holy, that, that this concept is new, and you, this question is much more to me justifiable than a lot of the current questions. Like yeah. the Bible doesn't say you can't watch rated R movies. I mean, it's like uh, that's that's what mean, we're mean, not, in our mean, era. That's what we're asking. They were saying like, like listen, this is food, think about food in the first century. There's like this is good meat that we could be eating. They just offered it to a fake god that they're making up. That's not yeah. even real. Can we and just eat hard, it? And like and it's we, hard to come by food. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like yeah. first century eating mm-hmm. is like, what is that like? So. They're like, can we just not waste it? And then just, you know, and that's a legitimate question. If you have mm. starving kids or whatever, you know, yeah. and you got to feed your family. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, yeah, but who could just eat it? Who cares? It's not, that guy that's not even real. Like, we know who the one true God is. Whereas many but of then, the gray areas now are about like entertainment and right, like, exactly. pleasure. More for like, that we... yeah, I mean, I guess they're both for self, but one's for like physical yeah. sustainability mm-hmm. and another one's just for enjoyment. Um, I think the difference is. And this isn't excusing it at all, but this one is like very clear. Where if I eat this, they could look at me and think I'm serving another god. Like the other one is right. Like, but uh, yeah, I'm, sure, but I'm sure, in my sure. house yeah. and no one's no one's looking at my windows. Like so, this is more of like, uh, you know, if you had to watch a rated R movie in public, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. That's what makes yeah. it such. A, well, that's what that's what makes such a good question. Yeah. Because okay, maybe there are starving people. It's like you know, it's almost mm-hmm. you know, Paul lays it out really without answering it. To be honest, he doesn't say yes or no. He just says, if this is the scenario, then don't do this. If this is the scenario, then go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. So he kind of gives, you know, the best of both worlds. But it's almost an a- unanswerable question, really. Yeah. Like, sh- they're offering sac- burnt so- sacrifices to a false god, and I'm going to take part in that by eating their meat, mm-hmm. which sounds horrible. But on the other hand, if you're like, but we have hungry people everywhere, and we can't, we, you know, we can't, and we don't even believe in that god anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, okay. Well, then, when you, no matter which side you pick, it's like, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. they both... Makes sense, so he. I feel like that's the only answer you can you that can be given. Yeah, and it makes the most. It's the most selfless. Mm-hmm. It's only thinking about the brother. And w- one thing while you're talking that I'm thinking is is true too. And like I take my walk with God seriously, and so I'm gonna be constantly listening. And I know that my convictions have increased and changed over the years of my walk with Christ. Oh, yeah, 
Like there are shows that I used to watch that I really did not have convictions about mm-hmm. that I now if I watch I can't like I just cringe and maybe that's because my walk wasn't as strong back then right that's yeah that's and, which is a, is a good good chance that's true, um, and there's I guess there's a chance that in this walk of life like I I have more ministry responsibilities and the consequences that's- of people seeing things and mm-hmm. and having those ripple effects or more because maybe it was never really affecting my soul as seriously as it would affect others if they knew that I was just letting that unfiltered content come through. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how much of it is personal growth and like convictions changing versus your perspective changing of like, oh, everybody is viewing me as like, follow me as I follow Christ mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like anything I do or say could be damaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I, 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 a pastor's convictions, I believe, should be much more strict than somebody who just randomly walks into a church building because a pastor has, has so much more responsibility mm-hmm. as to, to, you know, be above reproach. Like, to above reproach, like, how do you even, like, as a pastor, that makes everything so clean and cut, you know? Should you watch, you know, that show? Is, does that make me, if, would it be, would my whole congregation be happy if they saw me doing that? Would mm-hmm. that, you know, it's, it's different than if somebody just walk in and be like, you know, my daughter might walk in while I'm watching Two and a Half Men or something like that. You know? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a <laughs> violent show. Yeah, know. any Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah any but, show, Charlie um, Sheen. Yes, last time I had cable. <laughs> but, I mean, at least speaking for me, I would say mine more fell on the first one where it was when I started. I guess it's, it's, it's the one and the same, like, you know, more sanctified or more like when I started taking my walk more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like the age old thing. It's like you are what you think about all day. Yeah. And now if I'm watching, if I'm watching, let's say, okay, let's just say, say I'm watching Two and a Half Men, maybe I'm not going to go off and, and <laughs> it's such a weird, maybe, <laughs> but like, maybe I'm not going to go off and talk about like perverted things, mm-hmm. but now those other things that we might put, this is another one, good one for, for gray area, no sarcasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when, like that quick, that quick wittedness to be f- what you call funny, but might mm-hmm. be, be offensive. And no, that, like that drop down, but that drop down. No, I love sarcasm. <laughs> I but I'm saying like, but people, there's pe- there's 50 percent of people who can't take it. Yeah, sarcasm is like an art. Yeah, and and it really, no, it really is. Like some people just don't know how to do it, can't do mm-hmm. it, they can't take it. Like, but when you perfect it, like we have, yeah, <laughs> everybody can digest it. But um, but like that drop down, you know, when somebody says something, you have like mm-hmm. you have like mm-hmm. ten things that you can like really say back to them. But that all comes from like watching these shows that are even PG-13 or rated R. So it's like. They do have a bigger effect on us than than just like, oh, I'm going to make perverted jokes later. Yeah, it's 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 deeper than that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I agree. Yeah, I think I, I guess it would be simultaneous. Everything happening. Yeah, it's all yeah. a mixture. Like if yeah. you're really walking deep with Christ, you are going to have more people looking at you because you will be a spectacle because right. you are mm-hmm. separated and sanctified, and you're going to have a ministry mm-hmm. and you're going to have all those things going for you. It's just you don't always see it in the moment while you're growing. You know, you don't realize why it changes or how it changes. You just look around and you're like, well, I'm here now. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think. I, I wasn't thinking this then, but now I'm thinking it. Um, if I was like stranded on an island and I had a TV, would my answer change? Hmm. If I had no, I'd nobody was going to. I'd be watching the Food Network. Cause I'd probably be yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you know what I mean? What I, I, like, no one around. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to make sure my witnesses, my testimony is going to be, you know, altered mm-hmm. or anything. So it's like, but I, st- I, sh- I should still hold that same conviction mm-hmm. because I'm still. Yeah. Put unclean things before. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not for, uh, I don't know how deep we're going with this one, but like, that's why cell phones having unlimited access to um, the internet, I mean, I see whatever they want to see, like, even like YouTube, you're talking about, like YouTube uh, mm-hmm. clips, like things that you wouldn't want. 
that used to you used to have to watch them in front of your family. You used to have to like whatever you'd want to oh, watch. It was yeah. like there was a TV in the living room, mm-hmm. and you would pull that up, and like your mom like turn that off. Like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah. cursing too much. Like if it's yeah. stand up mm-hmm. or something, or you'd and, be it's much more obvious that you're sneaking stuff at, like at night. And yeah yeah, 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 yeah. If you were watching something, you know that you mm-hmm. were convicted about, but you could just you had other people to hold you accountable. But now you have zero accountability with your phones. You can go in the bathroom and just like go to the bathroom and sit there and watch like a stand up comedian for twenty minutes if you really want to see it. You know, yeah, when you're yeah. a kid. Um, and that removing all that kind of public accountability is is tough for people who can't decipher the gray areas, you know. And in I, the past, other people who had walked through life and walked through all those gray areas already would be able to offer some good advice. Like, bro, if you start, if you watch like, you know, that comedian for, you know, fifty hours a year because you keep watching it on repeat, you eventually start sounding like him, you know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, really, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like we're just like dumping on everybody's. Probably choice comedians and radar <laughs> movies, and they're like, All these guys are oh, but I'm not saying I'm I know, innocent I mean, of any of these. I'm I mean, just saying, I mean, it's, um, I but I do think about it a lot. Another, oh, so another big one, why wrong comedian, just comedy in general. Yeah, I think about that all the time because it's, it's just so many things that we deem as humor are really like laughing at the expense of another person. I mean, not obviously if it was like if it was. There's like it passes a line where it gets very offensive, and then you're like, "That's mm-hmm. not funny. That's not funny, dude." You know, like we all yeah. can discern that, but essentially, that's what humor really is on a lower level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's think humor, like, humor can be boiled down to like, and this is just my opinion, like on two categories. Like, I think one for sure, I think ninety-five to ninety percent of what you're saying is all, all of humor, like degrading someone for something, like at someone's expense. But I, and I I do think though there's like the the comedy where. It's like taking something small and extrapolating it to an ex- ex- exaggerated, like, like over-exaggerating extent, over exaggerating yeah, something, like a, like a Seinfeld yeah. like joke, you yeah. know, where I don't think it's anybody's expense besides the comedian. Like they almost make themselves the butt. Like well, like Brian Regan, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, he's yeah, a great yeah. example though of like someone yeah. who he'd make a joke about pop tarts. Like there's no one getting hurt there, but he looks like a, an idiot in yeah, front yeah, of yeah. The, the thing. So he becomes the person at the expense, and we're basically laughing at him. You know, but not in like a mean right, way. Right, 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 right. So I think there's like a couple nuances in there where I, because I think about this too. My number one favorite pastime would be to sit down and watch stand up. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? same, same. Yeah. But I also, as I'm saying this, and this isn't biblical by any means. You can means, tell by how but, funny we all are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but as I'm saying this, and, and like this is not biblical, what I'm about to say, but, but I also think with the, I think if you can learn to not be offended by words, when someone's when, like, for, obviously, if it's a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. like when when you know their whole entire point is to joke, yeah, and there's and there's half truths in every joke, but if you can learn to not be offended, then I think it takes away so many of the things that are happening in our country right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're close with a friend when you can joke about when you can when you can joke with them, yeah, and you, when you can joke about their insecurities and they can joke about yours, and you guys know at the end of the day you love each other and would and would take yeah. it back to the head for one another, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's like you, that's you've you've passed everything. There's no more anything like and that that's what i think is like we, we are 100 percent losing that with cancel culture mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm simultaneously saying that as i'm saying you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't make comedy at the expense of another person so like individually we should be able to take those jokes but also not always dish them out yeah correct is what, right? that's, that's what the, i believe the right, right yeah. right right yeah which stinks <laughs> <laughs> no, it does, it does. but yeah so you do that. I'm going to dish it out. <laughs> and I'll just and, take and it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to call bullying. Um, but yeah, it's a good point. Maybe we'll do one on humor. Like a whole 
Mm-hmm. Like, and we'll watch stand up. <laughs> we'll just do stand up clips and review. Well, I'm, no, but just in all seriousness, think about that. And this is this will be good for listeners to hear. But think about everything we. <laughs> I can't believe much. Think about everything we've ever edited out of this podcast. Yeah. We've had to go back, and after the tears subsided from our eyes because we were laughing so hard, we we had to edit it out. Yeah. Because it's it it's almost impossible. It seems it feels impossible to be funny. And remain biblical mm. at the same time. Yeah, how many times was like Paul cracking jokes and stuff and like? Yeah, I'm not going to make this argument too strong, but we have the words that are recorded. The what? We have the recorded words. So like, I'm not going to say for sure that Paul never told. A oh joke. no, 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 oh, that's yeah, true. No, absolutely yeah. not. You know no, I'm I mean? not saying. Yeah. I think they joked around. All- I think you know what's good about that. I think the chosen does a good thing with that. Like, I do too. They they showed ch- Jesus is like. You know, light side and stuff, the things that weren't written down, you know, and, and like, you know, it, I don't it's know all that, speculation. I don't know that's good. That makes me feel good. But I also speculated that way. Like I, 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 that's way the chosen speculated in the way I speculate that there would be jokes and it would be right. banter and that would be witty right. and it's, it's human. It's, 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 yeah. but how do you, my, my thing is like, how do you dance that line of where it, it is human, but it's not sin. Mm. And I think that's what we all got to try to figure out how to do, but what, but how is like, mm-hmm. I legitimately have no idea. Like. Anytime, like, the funniest things to me are the most offensive things. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to, like... Yeah, even just, like, little things where if, you, if you're ever in, like, a classroom, like, a, a, a classroom management technique is is sarcasm. And Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, when I was at... Ca- ca- oh, know. my gosh, dude, I, yeah, but I, way, I 100% passed the point of that was not a good time. I have. I mean, and you can tell when, it, you know, when a, and I never have the bad intent when I say it, but you can tell when a kid, like, how they react to the joke, you know, like, mm-hmm. as... Um, but you know, like, like if a kid's like messing around, I'm like, oh, do you need all the attention? Like, do, can you just like sit down for a right, second? Right, like, right, 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 like a joke like that. And it, instead of me having the right to kid up and call home, it's mm-hmm. just like a quick kind of cutting thing. And just sit down. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd be re- it'd be really difficult to to manage a classroom without that. And maybe that says something about how you know classroom management skills. I don't know, but you know. Yeah, I also. I mean, that's a unique thing. I mean, I, I don't. That's. Not written out anywhere in scripture. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I imagine a classroom. So like I don't even know. Yeah. Um All right. So we got to one scripture. So let's let's uh <laughs> Romans fourteen. Um that pretty much expounds on what we just like Okay. Um that, cool. that's a good one though. It's a good one to read. And by the way, yeah. Rome and Rome was mixed, half Jews, half Christian, so yeah. Okay. So Cole, do you mind reading that one? Sure. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> uh Romans was this is this 14, 14 to 23? Yeah, if you're listening, he doesn't have it pulled up. He just has it memorized. He's really, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, really yeah. smart. <laughs> I got this uh, off the dome. All right, close your eyes and go. All right. <clears throat> His eyes are closed as he reads. And I know I'm convicted by the Lord Jesus. Convinced. Okay. That is convinced. He, wait, he, he messed it. up with that. I didn't have that memorized <laughs> that fully. Let me, uh, let me go back again. Uh, I know and I am fully convinced by the Lord Jesus Christ that there is nothing unclean of, of itself. But to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Yet, if your brother is grieved because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with your food the one for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be spoken as of evil. Uh, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. Therefore, do you want to keep going? Yeah, we talk about that part yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a decent amount of to, yeah. I, the, the, the there's nothing unclean of itself is powerful. Yeah, isn't that also in um, uh, Matthew where it talks about uh, 
it is not the the bread that defiles a man. Or uh, I'm trying to go over which passage it is. You'll get the, uh, keep it I'll get, from I'll memory. Get there, you'll get I'll there. Get there. Um, start from start from Genesis and then in, work in the my way through. Like, yeah. Um, it, talking about when they pulled the wheat off on the Sabbath and mm-hmm. ate it. Yeah. For mm-hmm. for nutrients, he said it's not what uh, what goes into the mouth that defiles. defiles them, it's what comes, comes out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and, repeating that. Yeah. It's the same idea. Yeah. Um, but it's one that I don't know if we think through all the time. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't. Sorry. No. no so Pastor Vince th- talks about. Um, when he in the 80s there was this like big push to burn all of your records mm-hmm. and the 90s right, right, it was right, to right. burn all your DVDs and then it was to burn you know and it goes through it, burn all your MP3 <laughs> yeah. um, wipe your hard drives uh, so the idea of the thing is what you need to get rid of that was I know those things are like symbolically getting rid of the sin nature mm-hmm. and what you could you know sin with but it's almost the idea of like if you get rid of this, you get rid of the sin. When your sin is that sinful nature is there, you just yeah mast it. You know it'll it'll flourish in a different direction. Right, right. But it's not the thing that's unclean; it's you. <laughs> it's nice I like that. It says, "For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit." Like, hmm. if any one of these gray areas disrupts righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, then it's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's again, it's he's kind of like um, restating that again. And he yeah. says it again in Romans twelve. Um, if at all possible, live peaceably among, yeah, mm. among your brethren. Um, but this, I feel like this we know in our brains, but I feel like this is rarely acted out in our hearts. What, lo- which, which? Anytime, part? anytime a gray area, anytime, anytime a gray area comes up, immediately self defense and like justification. Oh, steps yeah. in first as far as like, I'm a bad if that offends you, I won't, you know, I won't do it. I won't eat meat again. Mm. I mean, we talk about other things like that's mm-hmm. that's not as life changing. But someone, Paul says, I'll go full vegetarian if it yeah. means to like the rest of my life if it means to not offend you. You know, I'm like Paul's hearing you be like, whoa, 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 I didn't say vegetarian. Well, he said I won't eat meat. I know, but I'm saying he's like, there you could eat fish. Oh, is that meat? Do people consider that? I mean, I know they label I know. two different I don't know, things. But he put words in Paul's mouth, and maybe he was. You know, maybe. He meant pescatarian. pescatarian. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. Dude, what do you consider it? What? Vegetarian? Fish? No, 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 no. Like, do you consider fish meat? Yes, is my question. That is his question. That's your question. Do you That's consider my fish answer meat? is a question? I yes. Okay, so, so I don't it, have is, it is flesh. It is an animal. Therefore, I feel like meat. I've heard vegans say like it has eyes. You, you can't eat it. So I feel like that's where I just go with. Yeah. You ever heard that? No, I, I have, a, but then what happens when they genetically modify an animal to not have eyes? Is it therefore not an animal in their eyes? Good question. Like, You're I'm getting a, deep on this week of encounter. Um, yeah. <laughs> rabbit trail. Like, are, there, are there genetically modified eyeless fish? I didn't know, but if there were. Well, there are fi- that, that's going really rabbit trail. There are fish in caves that don't have like eyelids or anything because they, mm. ha- they don't see any light. Maybe that's a problem. I mean, there's eat. animals that don't have moles, no, right? They don't have eyes. Yeah. True. So eat Paul would eat those. Very good. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. So I get what you're saying. He's willing to go all the way. So the first, the, uh, for sure, my initial reaction is self defense. Like I get defensive yeah. over what that thing is. It's fine, dude. Because like, yeah, well, you're our first thing me is, of not right. Our first thing is like, well, pull Bible verse of it because you know there isn't one. Yeah, you know what I mean. As mm-hmm. opposed to just like, all right, no, she won't do it again. Yeah, it's hard. Pride steps. Pride. You're, you... Or even the the gut, the reaction. Like, ah, oh, dude, I'll pray about it. I'll let you know. Like, are you? Or are you just going to go, like, talk to two other people to get on your side and then go yeah. back with more opinions? Yeah. Right, right. 
Yeah, the, not to go too far from where we are now, because I know we're st- still in Romans, but the one um, verse to follow up, the one that I love in Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians 8, says, for you were bought, uh, verse 20, for you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Mm-hmm. I love that, like, but you were bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, none of this is yours. Yeah. Not what you put on it, not what you put in it, but not what you're putting, you know, on your head, not what you're putting in your mouth, like, not what you're digesting, not, like, all, all that stuff you're letting in your eyes. Yeah, you were bought. Stop acting like you're yours. You well, know? that's, to, to further go on that, I, 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 I'm going to butcher this word, but um, that the Greek word that he uses there for bought yeah. is, like, exag- it's, like, exaggerado or something like that. It's where we, get like, exaggerate from, but it's okay. where, it's specifically where you were bought, like, the slave markets, when you were bought yes. as, as a slave. Okay. So that further emphasizes what you're saying, like, you're not your own. Yeah. Like, think about, think about slavery. Like, when you were bought, you had to do, that was it. You did whatever that master, like, you lost your name, your you thoughts, lost your, actions, yeah, yeah, it's everything. Like, you are a slave to this, to this man. And this um, is willing slavery. Hey, right, this is, right. So bond servant, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that, that was powerful for our topic. Yeah, so uh, you want to finish, Cole? 19? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Therefore, let us uh, pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify one another. Or another, sorry. Uh, do not destroy the works of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but if it is evil for the man... Who eats, wait, who eats with offense. But it is evil for the man who eats with offense. But it is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. Do you have faith? Have you, have it in yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what, this is the part of the verse I didn't have memorized. You got it. Okay, got it. Uh, happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves, but he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not uh, from faith is sin. Hmm. Yeah, I like the way that it phrases it two different ways. The concept here. So in verse nineteen, Paul says. Um, and the things by which you may edify one another. And then he does the flip. Don't do anything to make your brother stumble. Mm-hmm. So the same thing. Mm-hmm. But he starts with the first one. So like, I think the the question for a lot of these gray areas, and as a, as a, like a, a counselor at a, a Christian camp, you get the, these kids that are like growing up in these like weird ages, you know, and they're having all these questions. Um, a lot of times the way they phrase the question tells you more about anything. You know, like the question that you get kind of often for for kids that are, I mean, a handful of times, I'm not saying dozens, but a handful of times in the this five years I worked there is like, how far is too far in a romantic relationship, meaning physical, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's the wrong question, you know? Because if you're, if you're saying like, how far, where's the line where I won't degrade the girl that I'm with and I'm going to stand right there? I'm not going to go anywhere, right, right. you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's not the, it's like, how can I best edify her? How can I build her up to be a better follower of Jesus Christ? Right. Yeah. That's the question. And, and as soon as you can ask that question, then it's like, oh, how can you do that? Well, instead of being alone, um, you know, when you watch a movie, why don't you go out and watch a movie, you know, and like, mm-hmm. and then maybe take mm-hmm. her out to dinner, buy a nice dinner too, you know, or maybe get her favorite flavor of ice cream and go over to her parents' house and just hang out there, yeah. you know, like that, that type of, that, how would that, that, wouldn't that build her up a lot more than just being like, hey, let's, you I'm know. writing these down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take notes, Joe. Then saying like, hey, let's go, you know, watch this movie alone and maybe, you know, things would go in a different direction. But saying like, hey, I, I think it'd be more fun if we just got out tonight. Let's go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. 
and going the more let's edify you route, then how far can I go before Jesus isn't happy with what we're doing? And that's the same thing with like anybody who's had any uh, besetting sin, yeah. which is all of us, have that same thing. I, with like, I was just thinking that, yeah. How, like, how much can I eat before it's gluttony? How, yeah. can, how much? How loud can I yell before it's anger? Yeah. yeah. That's mine. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, how... Yeah, it's a good question. Like, how how revealing uh, does the secret have to be before it's gossip? Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's another one that should be on here. And so, that's a good... I mean, I know we phrase this in, like, five different ways, but, you know, if you're talking about how the gray area and how to filter it, if it is one, or how you should do it, uh, one of the, the, the checks should be, is it is it stumbling other people? And But I don't like that question as much as, is it edifying the other people? That should that should guide you a little bit better, right? Because the stumbling one, you can be like, "Well, it's stumbling three, but ten don't care." You yeah. know what I mean? And then you start yeah. weighing it, and like you're your yeah. own pole all of a sudden. You know, but so. like he's stumbled by everything, right? Like, exactly. That dude's yeah, yeah, weak, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, but I mean, Paul said just one, if right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and he literally called right. him weak. He was like, yeah. "Yes, they are weak." Yeah, but that's it what I was matter. just gonna but say yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, like he's a, it's it's kind of a, like a slight too in itself, but like saying like no, but because he's he's also saying like those people, he's he's calling both out. He's mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't be so easily offended. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you were same thing for that person. You were bought at a price. Like, you, like, don't take offense to these little things. Mm. Think yeah. about the bigger picture. It doesn't like you know. Yeah, wow. yeah, but don't emphasize the weak part when you're like, listen, I'll, I'm not gonna wear my head on stage because you're weak. you're a weak yeah. little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think we've gotten um, some uh, a good. No, kind of biblical foundation for how we should handle some kind of self-check questions. Is it does it edify um, your brother and sister? What are the other ones? Is it is it edifying to God? Does it? I mean, what kind of principle from Scripture can you pull out and then apply to that situation? Right. Are you trying to just get as close as you can to the sin line without yeah. going over? Yeah, I mean, will it benefit me and the people around me spiritually? Will it bring me under bondage? Like simple, like some small things. I mean, just like video games, like. That's an, yeah, so can, there's a couple here on this list that I want to go through just because they're not usually talked about, but good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it, I, I just thought of that. Is that on the list of video games? On um, there? No, no I, so. I mean, every, well, video games similar to that is. Video games comes to mind when I think of bondage in terms of like things that are going to to kind of grip you, but they don't necessarily seem like they're a gray area that I could argue my way out of if I were just talking to a regular person um, that, you know, was like, oh, why do you, why do you play them? But if I wanted to, I could get sucked in and play 10 hours a day for months if I, if I really let go. Yeah. And I'd be under the bondage of them. You know, right, and right. I think there's so many young, I'm going to just, I think it's mostly boys, but like so many young boys that are playing so many video games. Like, oh, I mean, it's, it's, oh, the percentage is very high in, in, that it's males. Well, I, can I can I bring up some stats this week? So I did a um a survey. IPhones and like I had a mobile screen, screen time and oh report goodness, their that's findings. Scary. Oh, do you want me gosh. to pull up the findings, or do you want me to just say them like generally? Oh, I might, I'm sitting down. Should I stand for this so that you can sit down so that I can sit down again <laughs> or fall over? Ask them to do their average time um, every day in the past week, and then their top three apps, and then what their average use of that each day is. So I know what it means, but for the listeners, can you talk about what RST means, just in case anybody? Yeah, just for the research layman. simulation task. Got it. Okay. So it's, it's you provide sure. the research as a, and try to simulate what a, a real research project would look like. Okay. But you provide the articles. 
You know what I mean? So instead of real research, is like you're like, all right, I need to find a bunch of articles. You start going. So to you're, you're providing the articles. Oh, providing the they, articles. Gotcha. Yeah, you, it cuts down the time. So it's yeah. like mostly just and read it, read these, pick the information you want. You're right. proofing the sources and everything, so yeah. it makes it a little bit safer. Yeah, pr- proofing the sources and like they're all dot govs and you yeah. know. Um, so sorry, I, I, I you know this. I know this isn't like 100. percent It kind of is on task. It is on task. Whatever. It is now. Sure. So for the first question. 90, uh, so I had them check off which ones they currently use. So 44% of them have Facebook and use them daily. Um, 96% of them have Instagram, and that's the one, one, uh, two don't in that class. Uh, not, 88% have TikTok, use them daily. 98, 96% have Snapchat, and 10% have Twitter. Which, so which one was the highest? Instagram. Uh, they're the same. 96 is Instagram and, and oh, Snapchat. Instagram. Well, I did not. I got to tell you, I did not know Snap, Snapchat was still being – I thought that died out. Like, Me too. Like, I, I thought that died out when Instagram – when you could put a story on Instagram. Same. No, it's back. It's like Fortnite. It's back. It was gone for a while. I don't know if you know <laughs> okay. that too. I didn't know uh, that either. did not know. That's fine. Yeah, it's it's like huge. Huh? Um, you don't know why? Because I found out today. A kid was telling me it, um, they bought the rights to some Marvel characters. So now you can play as Spider-Man – Interesting. And so people are like really into it all of a sudden, you know. That's okay. So um, the average – these are the averages. I don't, I don't want to read them all because there's 30, but um, they're ranging between four and eight on average hours a day on their phone. Eight, eight hours? Four to eight hours. Just just on their phone, not just on, on their phone. Specific, okay. All right. So I don't know if that's alarming or not. Um, so like five, I mean, yeah, eight hours yeah, a day. That's a whole that's work, a work week. Day. That's what it's just saying. Like and that's day. not, but mind you, these, these, um, you know, high school kids today are on their, their Chromebooks. They don't have books or paper anymore, like hundred percent of the day. So they're, you're talking about if they have a seven hour school day, like five hours are staring at that screen. So f- add five to whatever this is. And then you have TV time. All right, let me give you some stats. So the most on here, you want to stand up? <sighs> no. 18 hours and one minute a day. There's that's that's fit, that's say, no that, way. She sleeps about five hours. I asked her, sleeps about five hours a night, and her phone is on, and playing. There was twelve hours of HBO Max. Okay, I was not expecting that. I got yeah, I got to tell you, there's like a, there's shows that they like to watch on repeat. Yeah. So in every does, class, it's always in a pocket. Does it count if I so I'm just this is a dumb question. Um, does it count if it if it's playing and like you fall asleep? It's going to still track the hours that you're watching the screen, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that I'm sure they're not all sense. actively looking at it, but say, say 60% sense. of it is yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, you know? Okay. Um, and then you is look this at... Just, what is, this, is this just screen time or is screen this... Screen time. Okay. So if you listen to a podcast and you leave the screen on, it counts the podcast. Like, Doesn't so, it automatically go off? Mine does. Mm, I don't know. It'll just go black. You can set it. Everybody's settings are different. Yeah. Oh, okay. I okay. think I have mine so it doesn't turn off until yeah. I turn it off. Oh, okay. Um, so one kid plays... Call of Duty Mobile for 13 hours a day. That's a game you have to be actively playing. So it's yeah, like there's it, not. You're not yeah, Warzone. Yeah. So that was the, That's probably the highest because the other one. That's one app for 13 hours a day. Um. F- TikTok four and a half hours. Netflix four hours 25 minutes. TikTok 14 hours 29 minutes. TikTok. Um. That's gonna be the destruction of our planet. Twitter five hours 18 minutes. That one's crazy. Uh, YouTube is only what I understand. YouTube, I could get, I could, I could sit down. Yeah. I don't know about every single day, but I could sink five hours into yeah. YouTube mm-hmm. without thinking about it. Do you, you know what's insane about, about lectures? And yeah. do you know what's insane about TikTok? What's like, that, buddy? It, <laughs> yeah, please tell me. <laughs> no, it, 
It's just nuts that like <laughs> he's also old. It's do I really? No, I said we do. It's like yeah, yeah but you know what's though? crazy? No, about no, but this I could, I could, I'm, I'll vouch for this right now, and I don't know if some of these people are listening. But if you knew me in high school, I was saying the exact same thing. I, I remember saying Facebook is going to be the destruction of our planet. I'm not even. I used to argue with certain people constantly about this, and people used to tell me to like go go crawl into a rock, like they, you know, like mm. because you know because. Uh, back then, that I had like an old soul, but like to me, it's just so like it's just so upfront and obvious. Like it, it wasn't to me until I saw the social dilemma. Yeah, that's really. That's you didn't think, yeah. No, I, social- no, I, no, I thought it had negative side effects, yeah. but I didn't realize how like evil the intent behind the people doing it are. I thought it was like you give people a tool and put it in their hand, and they're idiots. They're yeah. gonna use it incorrectly. I didn't realize that like how poorly, how poor their intentions were while they're doing it. You know, I don't know. I just well, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even think these 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 social media platforms. Had bad intentions originally. Starting, starting out, yeah. Starting out. No, no, they didn't. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't. I didn't Even think it then, would. you were you were saying it was the end. But yeah, but not 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 because I think Mark Zuckerberg's trying to take over the planet or anything like that. I'm just talking about like which he is. Yeah, just which is such a side thing. But no, but um, I was just like walking around college campus because I was on college when like Facebook was like in its like Same infancy. Way. I was so, a pre-K. Yeah. All right, so, <laughs> just kidding. Just so sorry. I might no. actually have been. Yeah, I just remember like. Going out places and people had to take pictures and post it, and that drove me nuts because I was like, "Can't you just be here? Like, can't you just be here? Why do we have to take a picture of everything? Like, it doesn't like it. It doesn't. The thing didn't happen if you didn't post a picture of it. Like, it's not enough anymore that it happened and you had fun and it was in your memory log, mm-hmm. or that you had a picture that you like a what do they call it Polaroid where you, mm-hmm. like where you had an album of it. Like now everybody needs to see what you're doing. It was just putting your. It was just emphasizing yourself. Over over everything, mm. and I was like, "This is horrible." It's like tapping into our the worst things of human beings. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, TikTok. <laughs> back to TikTok. So TikTok was invented by China, mm-hmm. and because China's communist and how they have control over everything, mm-hmm. how they they know it, how damaging it is. So what they do is that they shut it down at like ten o'clock at mm-hmm. night on everybody's phone. Yeah. And what they do have on it is like positive, educational upli- stuff, yeah, right? educational yeah. stuff. And why? Well, it's the same same reason why Mark Zuckerberg won't let his kids have Facebook. Correct. People who create it know its effects, and it, they do the right. same thing for gaming as well. And like these the are co- these are, yeah. so right. So back to what I'm saying. Time. So back to, so to, to bring it back. Sorry. Full circle. No, no, no. no. So bring it back to full circle. Is <laughs> full circle. So uh, sec, uh, so a communist country that p- promotes atheism. Mark Zuckerberg, who's not a believer, if they're not letting their kids use it, how much more so us who? Are believers, yeah, and know what it's doing, and what it has potential to do. It's just a catalyst for sin. Mm. We already did our social media episode. Yeah, I know. But listen, we can do, we can talk about whatever we want. Yeah, it's our podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, we can title yeah. one thing yeah. and talk completely I, about something else. I know, I know. We, I, uh, we I you guys. well, I got us off track because of this, but I remember I was gonna save it for the middle of a podcast. So you react to the numbers in real time. Um, that is wild. The like the fourteen, sixteen, and eighteen hours. That's insane. But the like, so I. Yeah, if I were to track my laptop time, I'm sure that would happen. But like a lot of that is work, work. and church and stuff. So, but that's wild to spend. So it is a hard, it is a hard stat to think about because like like I said, like if you listen to a podcast, it's three hours. There's three hours right there. Yeah, well, so my, it's like yeah, mine's much, four hours a day, and it's three and a half hours of podcast or music because I just put my phone and leave it up. Yeah, and it's like eight minutes texting because I'm like. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. and that's two texts because that's how long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing that, like, just processing through these other numbers, though, like, 
um, the, I, the national average for a teenager in high school to be looking at their phones a day is eight hours. Eight hours is a national cool. average for teenagers to be looking at their phones. So if you add five hours a day on Chromebooks in the school, that's 13. You add two hours of looking at TV when you get home. If they're not looking at on their phones, that's, that's questionable. You're at 15 hours. Um, and that's, you know, if they're, there's other ways to look at screens too that they might not be. We might not be factoring in. Like if, if, they're, if they're playing an instrument, they're looking at their iPad while they're yeah. playing. You know, if they're playing video games, that's another three, four hours for some of these kids. So you're looking at 16 hours a day. Like whether, I mean, not obviously I believe we were created and, you know, um, but like if you're created or evolved, that can't, that's not healthy. No, 100%. You know? It's not. Because you can't adjust that quickly to a society that went from 50 years ago working, right. you know, with none of this. And now we're all hunched over that- slightly. Getting like even, hump necks, you yeah, know what I mean? Not even fifty years, like 20, 25 years. Yeah, but I'm saying when TV came out, and that, not that, okay, if you look yeah, at the, right, I said the same thing, and yeah. then I was like, oh, but TV, TV, came out like, you're right. You know. Have you ever read uh, the Coddling of the American Mind by Jonathan Haidt? No, I have. I'll give it to you. Uh, it's it's literally amazing. Um, but he talks about how every major problem now that we're seeing in America, like, um, has stemmed from it really took off. Um. Sorry, that just wrecked me. It really took right. off in 2013. And that was really when the mass population yeah. all had iPhones and had social media in their pocket. And it all stems, and it all, he's been on other podcasts. I've heard the name. That yeah, Jonathan, he's, I, I don't, never heard him speak to him. Yeah. Um, that's really good. But, and, and it, so it's the Colin American Mind. It talks about how, like, um, one mom in New York City was, like, excommunicated because. Um, she let her kid, who was like five or six, I believe, or maybe a little bit older, I can't remember, like eight or nine, she let her, uh, she let the kid take the subway home and mm-hmm. find his way home and like let him get lost a little bit and find his way back home. And it was a great, that's how she mothered. She would let, like, she would give the freedom for the kid to mess up and learn and grow from it and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe get lost, but then have to ask a cop or something, you know, something. Yeah. And now I know that's a gamble and I know I can't say that because I don't have kids, so I don't know what I would do, but, um, he anyway he connects like so many things of like how we like raise our kids now and like you just have to read it. I don't I don't want to. Yeah, check it out. It's it's, it's nuts. All right, so that was that was a nice. That was a long that tangent. Was yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, so we covered social media again. <laughs> but I just want to wait. I just want to go back to these. Um, China's a communist country. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, some of these gray areas. Like I don't think it talked enough. Like a lot of people yeah, think gray areas. They think about to. like mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, drinking, uh, kissing, stuff like that. But like, like spending your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one I feel like rarely sure. gets talked about. Um, home, why is homeschooling? What's homeschooling mean? That's like schooling. It's generally lumped into schooling. Sending what's, your what's kids great where, about where to go to school. Send your kids like we did oh, a whole choosing where, choosing, choosing where, where to, where to yeah, go. Okay, got Private versus homeschooling. What is working moms? When moms don't uh, oh, have to yeah. have to decide whether to work or be stay at home. But what's What's the gray, gray area is like, is, does, the Bible, just, does the Bible suggest that it's better to stay at home or yeah. to work? Gotcha. Okay. That's, there are moms that stay on firm ground. Like if I, so I, when I was first having, um, when I found out we were having my daughter I, I, on Amazon, you know, I did the normal nerd thing and I went on and bought like three books. Sorry. On, I heard that as I found out I was having my daughter on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, overnight prime. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it took like nine months. <laughs> His back orders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it came with allergies. 
couldn't return it. The return policy was off. No, but the one of the books um, that I was looking at the reviews for, it just said like if you are a mom who continues to work or a dad or or, or like. Yeah, it was just about moms who continue to work. It was written by a female. Um, do not read this book because it will just condemn you, condemn you, condemn you. Um, because like there's for working a, for working okay. when you have kids, and there's a good there's like a mainstream guilt in Christianity that like if you decide to work um, while you have kids, you're putting the spiritual and physical well being of your kids secondary to your career. <laughs> and like that's a, I mean, I feel like that's a that's a big assumption. It is, yeah, but it's one that's pretty commonly held. Like I'm not even. Even like Allison, like she she like follows yeah, different, um, not bloggers, but like Christian moms who like post yeah. about things and stuff and devotionals that they usually have the underlying like, are you going to put your kid or your job first today? You know, like that kind of tone. Um, so anyway, that's something I'm sure people. Um, so we've covered tattoos in one episode for about 15 minutes. That well, yeah, one. we did a bit, but I, and I, just to recap that one, I feel like that one comes back to spending your money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the yeah. biggest. Thing to me, I think, because they're not it, they're not cheap. It'd be a different conversation. We'd be arguing something different if it, if they were like ten bucks. Yeah. Um, but they're not cheap by any means. So. Um, yeah, because regardless of where else you land, that one is pretty definitive. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Then there's music, which is a tough one. I feel like this one is made black and white to youth group kids. I, this one was given to me a lot when I was in youth group. Um, and but, I'm not even sure it's wrong, but like. I it feel was like just that harped kind of black on. and white, isn't it? It was just really harped on. Like, God doesn't like Eminem. Like, it was just like very clearly singling out different people. And I, I that was one where I got defensive over, which I probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But like, I used to like, I'm still removing songs from my iTunes library because oh, I've carried so, yeah, it over so, the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I that I used to hold on to. Like, even like comedians that would sing, mm-hmm. they were like my favorite. Yeah, that's kind of where they're, they're the worst. I was thinking like that. That's similar to the comedian one, where it's yeah. it's for pleasure, it's for like enjoyment, and it, some of that stuff just kind of seeps into your everyday, like right. vernacular or how you think eventually. Yeah, yeah. One thing I was I listened to Jordan Peterson talk recently. When he was talking about music and why it resonates with people so much. And oh, I, I, I know thought, exactly. I, what I, thought, about, I thought, yeah. thought it really it really clicked though when I was listening to it. So tell um, me, since he already knows. No, no, it's, it's cool. It's it's like. And I'm not going to be as eloquent as him, and I can't get that raspy. I'm sorry, so short. Um, Okay, that was Bane. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in darkness. Uh, So he just basically says that um, the reason why people resonate with music and why once in a while you'll hear like a guitar solo that actually like brings you to tears or you'll hear somebody singing it like gives you the chills is that music is a compilation of patterns that overlap and finding things that are (laughs) – I was going to say, yeah, you just described music. Okay. No, sorry, I got. Did I that make it more? No, clear? I thought of something completely different. You brought up tears, and I thought of the "Would you rather"? Oh, which one? Uh, would you rather cry every day for twenty minutes randomly, oh. or, or or lose the ability to cry? And Cole was like, "I already do the first one." <laughs> oh man, sorry, good. No, 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 no but just uh, like music is patterns, and it's yeah. different the way they overlap. And then when something beautiful separates itself from the patterns, then that's why we emote. That's why we 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 feel emotions in songs. And mm-hmm. if you get a layers of patterns that layer in such a way where it it it, it brings out an emotion like anger, like right. like Eminem's like his cadences and his mm-hmm. language and and the beat, like all of that is driven by anger. You know, and that's why mm-hmm. it feels so good to hear. Right. You know, and and to to sing along with when you're a teenager mm-hmm. and you're angst and anger. You know, you have all these things inside. You just want to like 
you know, get out. I'm, I'm talking as like the classic, like nineties kid right now, nineties <laughs> talking about like a teenager listening to Eminem, but like the idea of that. And then, um, that's the reason why we, we connect so well to that is because life is just a series of patterns. And when things stand out and you, and you get like a beautiful moment, it, it, it like, you feel it, it's powerful. Um, like just like a small thing where you get, you get time alone, uh, to go on a date night or, you know, you just get to really, uh, I don't know, get to hang out with a friend you haven't seen in a long time. Like that beautiful thing. That's almost like emote. You almost want to like tear up because it's yeah. like, it's so perfect and beautiful. And I like the part where you're talking about, it's kind of like a metaphor of life where it's like, it is, it is patterned. And when, when it's, when it's predictable, it's enjoyable. But when it's too predictable, it's not. You're constantly dancing yeah. that line. Like you want predictability, but you don't want it to be too predictable. So when you add, you know, if you're listening to the chords and mm-hmm. you constantly listen to like a one, four, five, but then you throw out of nowhere, you throw a two in there to yeah. replace another one. It's like, Hit whoa. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, but uh, that came out of nowhere. But you don't want to do it too much because now it's not predictable enough and now it's chaos. And that's, so that's, you're, con- you're constantly dancing that line mm-hmm. of like recognizable and predictable, but like not boring yeah. because mm-hmm. it's too predictable. And that's what – you know why I don't like jazz because I think it's like you can't predict it ever. It's mm-hmm. annoying. It's like right, just pick yeah. a note, pick a scale, dude. Yeah. Um, but then you have like pop, which is so predictable, it yeah. gets boring. Right. So, yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting about music. Why? Why we resonate? And then then I was thinking, okay, well then if that's so true, that's that's what the patterns in music overlap the patterns in life, and we we react the same way. That's the power music has over us. And so do you? I know for a fact if I listen to, you know angry 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. rap i will become more angry and oh, i feel way tougher than i am 100 <laughs> and my justification for it is is if i'm doing if i'm working out yeah, yeah. which doesn't help but it might, i justify it in my brain because it helps me work out yeah it's That's, honestly it's like taking it's like taking a supplement before you go to the it's just, it seriously yeah. is if yeah. i'm listening it's, to well, m&m i could all mindset. of a sudden i could do five more pull-ups <laughs> than i normally would have did in, you yeah. know it's like yeah well, that's why I weep when I run because Adele. I listen. To I was Adele. gonna say it, what the opposite of that is just Adele. Just crying. I just listen to Adele and just weep and just while crying, I work out. Cry running. Yeah, it's not. It it's not pretty. Yeah, so it works out your core. <laughs> you get a bunch of things. You get you can rehydrate. Get your electrolytes out. You know. Um, all right. So we oh, so we got music. Uh, this is one I think we're going to cover in the next few weeks. We're working out some of the kinks because this one we're going to put a lot of prayer into because if you fall on one side or the other, you're literally willing to shoot the other side. Um, so home defense. See what you did there. Right. Uh, so the idea, can should you be able to shoot to kill in your own home if someone comes in? And there's more variations of that question. You know, there's like mm-hmm. – can you use any violence? Mm-hmm. How far is too? Is there a culture around violence that we should be fighting more? So, what script? And you know, we've I've done a, one study on this, and and um, you know, you you do come down to at least from the biblical study that I came through, it, it comes down to a, there are definitely principles you want to apply, but it does come down to each individual home. And then from that part, like, okay, it's a gray area for each individual home. What factors do you weigh and what principles are there? So that one's tough because you either, in my experience, there's very few people that sit in the middle between don't fight at all and shoot anyone who walks through your doors that you don't want in your house because it's America. Like, those are like the two dominant opinions. And there's not that many that people sit in the middle. Um, and so we're we're working on trying to find that. I believe all three of us sit in the middle. So to have a conversation about it, we just all just nod and move on. So we want to find... Yeah, I think it's a spectrum. People. And we but, all fall somewhere in the middle, but more to one side or the other. I do think it's a spectrum, but 
I think all of us are in that spectrum close enough to where we'd agree on 95% of it. I want to find somebody who disagrees so that we can have a little bit more of a conversation. It's not just like, yeah, you're right, man. No, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm down. Cool, good talk. Yeah, you're um, right. All right. Gambling. Cole? Oh, what, I'm just kidding. What about? Uh, I don't know. So uh, another one is gambling. I mean, I, can you, could you? I mean, that seems kind of black and white. That seems kind of black and white until you put stocks into it. Okay. Is stocks gambling? I feel like I can't, I don't understand the difference. Because it's not. Also, you know what I don't understand? If somebody could explain to me Bitcoin or this fake currency, slash, if they could also, I just learned this today, what is an NFT? Oh, don't oh, no, yeah, don't no, don't go don't there. go that way. Yeah, is that bad? No, no, it's not bad. It's oh, just, I it's, I, I there are concepts that like would take hours. Yeah, in my opinion, and because I've listened. Dumb, I've tried to read about them and wait, read now, articles. Now, and now stuff. my question is: this is this us being old, or is this generally not accepted? Like, does, does the average person, regardless of age, not understand it? I don't think the average person understands it. Because, I mean, honestly, between you, us not all publicly knowing we – declaring we don't know what the monarchy and how it works in England. <laughs> I forgot about And then that. NFTs yeah, yeah. and the stock markets. Let's, we'll do a whole episode at the end of the year of just like on the things secular things that we need to catch up on to be citizens and add this to it because I don't know what they are either. All I know is that Dogecoin to the moon and there's a dog, Dogecoin, yeah. and then there's NFTs and everybody's getting really wealthy off them. But it's not uh, real money so, though. But you can cash it out at yeah. some point. At some point, what is it? But the only so way the, the only way are the, the things that I know like a tiny bit about, and I, I don't understand how the money part of it works. It's any like image or thing on the blockchain. Don't ask me about the blockchain. That part I don't understand. I've never even heard of that until um, you just said it. And you own that image or thing, video, whatever it could be. And so people, it's almost like a new way of doing art, from what I can understand. But that's all I know. So don't ask me any more questions. That's it. Okay, good, because I'm not even more intelligent enough to have a response I, yeah, question I don't, to that. Okay. I don't get it. Um, back to – That's a little bit that I know. All right, hold on. I'm going to blow oh, your mind. All right. Just okay. I want to toss this out there. I'm about standing N- for About one. NFTs. No, you don't uh, – you can stand. Yeah, stand. standing. Stand. Guys, everybody's standing. He is standing. And Cole's eyes are closed. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to read this because I just Googled it, and it's, it's a quote. Ready? An NFT collector – Oh, do we oh, lose no. each other already? Are you are you um, gonna go quote how much people will spend on things? No, this is one thing. Okay. Uh, spent a little under half a million dollars, so four hundred fifty thousand dollars for the privilege of becoming Snoop Dogg's virtual next door neighbor in the metaverse, going by the name of P Ape in the what? The metaverse. What so is that? Facebook's oh. digital world. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the thing. Yeah, it's this new world where everybody's gonna it's go one hundred percent digital, and you're gonna upload your consciousness. And it's gonna like, be like everything's virtual. Um, Guys, I'm I'm legitimately. Starting to think. I just, I'm, yeah, wait, is that it? I'm, I, I just don't understand. Like, it's to the point I don't understand what I don't understand. I can't, like... No, I'm just reading... I don't I'm reading even know enough... Ca- I don't know enough... Ca- I feel like I just got dropped into trigonometry without under- without ever being taught algebra. It, I'll, so be, I'll be honest. Bought, if, I, it, if it helps you, I, I'm, like, very techie, and I don't understand nor comprehend nor want to comprehend no. any of this stuff. It's, like, it's out there. So it's Snoop Dogg has his little... Um, D-O-double-G. Yeah, yeah, wondering. yeah. It's not just, you know, any old Snoop. Um, he's got a little character... And he lives in a little house, and he can go in and like play. It's almost like a game, like, like Sims, like Sims. Um, and this guy bought a two-acre plot of land next to Snoop's house for half a million dollars. That is virtual. That is virtual. 
so he can be around Snoop's character because he thinks that one day he'll be able to like build there when he saves up enough money and then live next to Snoop Dogg when the consciousnesses are uploaded. Bam. How? Another another guy bought the other side of him for one point two three million dollars on the other side of Snoop Dogg. Does Snoop Dogg make any of that money, or is it just Facebook? So. I think okay. Mark Zuckerberg nice. does. I don't know. Um, Steve Jobs, R.I.P. These uh, sound these sound these sound like ideas. Who who thought of these ideas? The people profiting from them. So let's yeah. just say it's Mark Zuckerberg for for, for yeah. just because we don't know who it is. These sound like ideas that. If you would have pitched them to me, I would have been like, "You're out of your mind." Nobody would go for that. Why would anybody want to buy? I still feel fake that land next to Snoop Snoop Dogg's fake house in a in an alternate un- reality. Like, why would anybody like? See, I still and don't now think it's this catching on. Take off. I I know I, I'm in the minority, but I think that this is going to be like the the social elite. Uh, you know what I mean? Because it's so expensive. Yeah, I don't think it's. Well, it, it would off. only it would only be the, the social elite until it's not anymore. Until until it cheapens. Yeah, and then now regular people or as human beings are making oh, more yes. and more money. Another dumb question: Is this metaverse or whatever modeled off of like the real Earth? I don't know. Okay, because I was gonna say like, why wouldn't do you, you just to, do you have to like rebuy your house on like in Earth? Like, no, I don't. I don't think it's modeled off of Earth, but I think it has like Earth properties. Okay, like, you know. I have so many questions. What is up? You're saying upload your consciousness, and I'm and. See that's um, that's like the the distant future, which isn't officially clarified yet. But um, in terms of like uploading, Musk and Zuckerberg talk about so so the Zuckerberg basically uh, Neuralinks or whatever Neuralinks like, yeah has basically um, said that he thinks in the next near future whatever I, we know about here won't ex- like the physical won't exist anymore. Like we're just gonna, be like we're just gonna be vegetables sitting in chairs, controlling things in the metaverse. So it's gonna be like the Matrix, but then we're it's good. Yeah. All right. I don't know how much the speculation is helping people. That are yeah, listening. I don't. Um, but either way, it's terrifying, and I don't think that's a gray area. That's just terrifying in general. I've, there's just so many movies that should be educated. Like, no, but I, I saw iRobot like five times. Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Bad. That was a great movie back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, if I remember correctly, that thing was called that, – that, that square box voice thing was yeah. called Siri. Was it really? I, if I remember correctly. How do you ask Siri? Okay. No, I don't the, um, and then what's the other one? The precogs with Tom Cruise. And I didn't could, see that. And one. they could see the future. Yes, you did. No, oh, I, didn't. Um, I don't like Tom Cruise. Uh, day no, day but, edge of tomorrow. No. Nope. Okay. The day after tomorrow. Wasn't all the no, storms? No, no. Hold on. It's probably original. Minority Report. Oh, minority Never seen report. it. Yeah, you probably have. It's okay. Though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the title and anything I saw, and then I knew the title, and I knew I didn't right. see it. So it like, yeah, you probably saw it. <laughs> so the gray area the of the metaverse. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be huge. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you upload your consciousness or not? We got television. Oh, how about this one? This is wait. One- hold on. Okay, I don't. You're, you're just blown. I know. Wait. I had, no serious question. Why? We already have like smoking in here and drinking because altering your consciousness. But what about uploading it to another universe? How is that not? You want to talk about altering your consciousness? Yeah. <laughs> It's taking it out of your body that God gave you. Yeah, I'm anti metaverse for by the way. So like, I don't think that's gray. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but do you think it will I, be gray? No. You think it's gonna be black and white amongst Christians? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Scott, so, be so I'm moving on to the next. He's one. like, it's gonna be red. <laughs> it's gonna be like, <laughs> he's like, let me move on. Jeez, it's gonna be. Okay. It's gonna be blue. All right. So um, another one. This is this is fit, um, 80s Footloose no. Town uh, dancing. Interesting. Um, okay, you can't hold me back. Uh, I know, like <laughs> he said, you can't hold me back. 
Those hips don't lie. So I don't think anyone is is doing like you're dancing by yourself doing like the Macarena. I don't know if that's like the thing. Cole, that's what I do seen on Friday it. I've seen it. What do I mean? Twerking? Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, what's the opposite of that? I don't know. Oh, I, I, I mean, uh, Christian schools define it by like being close to each other, like six inches away. Gotcha. You know? okay. So like I, the idea of physical touch okay. um, and moving around, you know. Um, I don't know. That's that would be that. Um, other another one would be like birth control. Like, should you should you take something? Even even birth control from guys and girls. Like, yeah. talking contraceptives. Like, there are certain. I gotta be honest. I never even gave that a a, a a grain of thought until right now. What do you think? I don't want to talk about it because I'm not ready. But I'm just okay. listening to areas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. Um, have, I don't have any. I mean, my gut reaction is I have nothing against either of them. Yeah. Um, but um, I know that people find that to be a gray area. Because like, should I, shouldn't I, should I let, like, if you say like, because, uh, should yeah. I let God decide yeah. when we have kids or not? You know, because the, the part of it I don't, I but think then is, what, But then it could be like, is it, well, is it irresponsible? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the typical argument for this is the black and white one is like it, the birth control enables people to have um, premarital, pre-marital, pre-marital and like yeah. without risk. Mm-hmm. And so it enables people. But I'm like, that's, that's anything like. A knife also makes it easier for you to kill. So, like, I'm not. I'm, that's not an argument that, I'm, that I think it even needs to be made. But like, when it comes to, does it stop God from having the complete freedom to decide whether you have kids or not? I don't know. I, to each his own. I think that's like such a private thing that I, that's like probably about it, dude. And why do you need me to tell you whether or not you can use it? Yeah. You know I mean? It's like, don't you like reading Romans? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, all right. Are there any others there in the the gray area you want to bring up? Smoking. I think that's pretty obvious, right? There's a, so many. Temp- well, we never got. I think we got off on a tangent. But what do you think about like what is stocks? Oh yeah, like I like I don't. To, whenever I hear it described, it? it just sounds like gambling. Mm-hmm. So for me, and again, this is I don't play stocks. Um, in terms of anything where I have to actively toss money in and like see if it's going to go or, and you know, you have to like play it. But in, in terms of banks versus like an ETF, which is, do you know, do I have to do it? Nope. So like, not a clue, like mutual bonds, ETFs, they're like a collection of like 400 different stocks. Like there's a, it's a different number every time, but they take like the most steady the, stocks. The and S&P they just, 500. The, yeah. The one 500, 500 um, big companies and they combine them. And so when you're buying, you're buying like a small part, uh, like a a stock of the 500 stocks. I don't know if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, just <clears throat> and so like there's no the, – the risk is real low. It's not that much different from just putting in a bank because there's still risk in a bank. The bank could just go bankrupt at any point, you know, and and you could not be able to pull your money out tomorrow if the, you know, if the economy yeah. crashes. So I don't, I don't have any conviction about that, which is just investing, turning the two talents into four. Um, but I do – But isn't, I, that, I do, isn't that the same thing as the gambling? If I studied a lot, right, and the Sixers mm-hmm. playing the Lakers, and I studied a lot, and I was like, you know, I really think the Sixers are going to win. I'm going to put ten bucks down on it, and then it comes, and I come back with twenty. Yeah, is that how's that how's that any different? Well, in terms of putting money into something and expecting a return, right? I mean, then you got to roll out banks because you're taking a re- you do you do accrue interest in a bank. True, but uh, the odds of a bank going bankrupt are a lot. If you're playing probabilities, one's a lot more irresponsible and, sl- and slim. Like, the Sixers beat the Lakers, it's a 50 50 shot. Yeah. 
Now, granted, you might have done the stats and the research to make, okay, maybe it's 60-40, maybe it's, but, like, you're still placing a bet because you're confident and, re, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, banks, the odds of a bank going bankrupt, oh, I couldn't, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's probably very, very slim. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, uh, let me ask this question, because I'm thinking through as you're talking. I'm yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I don't know. But, like, what, are you against putting, like, say you, you have, you're plenty set you have all your money like you know you're not yeah. worried about meat and ends meat you're tied in the right amount yeah. you're helping would you be against putting like 10 bucks in a slot machine is that sinful it's game that's gambling yeah okay so that's what part of that makes that sin what part of putting 10 extra dollars into a, a slot machine makes that sin well just thinking off the top of my head yeah I'm, i am too yeah uh that money could be going to there's a lot of people that could need that or use that more than more than a slot machine. Okay, so that's the main. And you get yeah, it's a bit of It's the same thing. It's like what if I want to go get a ten dollar tattoo? Well, mm. that's literally only for yourself and mm. to glorify yourself. And you, that could be that could go to. Mm. I would be I would be going into Atlantic City, driving past the people that I minister to on the weekends, throwing money into a machine that I may or may not even get back. Mm. Maybe I'll double it, but then but then that's gonna that it's gonna hit. A, a dopamine effect and then I'm going to want to pull again try again now you get addicted to it there's gambling anonymous like mm-hmm. not saying that not, I just went zero to 100 I get that yeah. but I'm just saying it's like things can happen where if I get addicted to giving that $10 to a homeless person then praise God that's a better addiction mm-hmm. like um yeah I mean what, so the question is like is that is that sin I don't think I'm hurting anybody it's not in that sin category but I don't, I don't think it's glorifying God. Mm-hmm. So can we, I mean, the, the, when we look at the, the parable of the talents, I know that's a parable, right? So we yeah. can't carry that all the way out. Mm-hmm. But when he asked them to be stewards of that, we know that the talents represent the spiritual gifts. Like, did you, what God gave you, did you, were you responsible right. for it? Did you invest? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any way to interpret that literally at all? As as I mean, starting a new business is a gamble. I mean, right? But I, I using like money I to like invest part- it and grow something. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, I get the analogy to gambling, but like, if the heart behind gambling uh, that makes it sinful is that the money could go somewhere else, it's like you also don't have to get guacamole when you go to Chipotle. You know, like if if the standard is like anything extra you don't need, because like. Well, Going to the yeah, movies that, is throwing ten dollars away without getting anything in return. At that rate, generally. you just don't go to Chipotle and you make it yourself. Like, yeah, and then is, at that rate, you know, you should have the garden in your backyard. Yeah, the money like you I'm saying, like you can give it away. Now we're now we're selling a lot more like the Church and X. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> if it was a super fresh, though, I think Paul might have been there. I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't know. They had markets. That's what they need. Yeah, they, mar- they need yeah. hand stamped for it to get yeah. the markets. So they went to the markets and they ate. No, a lot of them didn't. Where's that? Huh? That's in the early, no, it's not in the scriptures. It's in the early church documents. Mm. They were known for that. They didn't want to, because the coins would say, uh, Hail, uh, Hail Caesar is God. I forget what it is in, mm. in, in Latin, but it, or whatever. But Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, oh, what was it? I, I can't remember the phrase. But, um. High, okay. Right. No, it wasn't high, No. That sounds like something else. But yeah. But anyway. Either um. No, I think I think with starting a business is one thing. Like, yeah, I mean, all these concepts, all these concepts are new, new concepts. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, starting a business was you could start a business back then. Yeah, but did it look like what it now? Did it t- was it like 
being indebted for multiple years mm. so that you could pay that back? Or was it like, I'm, I'm pretty good at making tents. Let me just start making tents and, and yeah. charging people. Like that, that's what a business was. But it wasn't like, I mean, unless you were like Caesar or, or somebody up in like, you know, pilot, like yeah, but I mean, money. Like, I'm thinking of the principle still the same. Like you take money that you could give to the whatever and, and invest it into a business venture. Like you still need tent tools. You still, I mean, you still had to pour money into it and with the hopes of building something up, like increasing trade, whatever that might be. Hmm. I just don't, I mean, I'm just, but you don't to think see, when it, you don't think when it surpasses a certain amount of money or certain, there's a, there's a risk level. You don't think there's a line of passes where it's like, all right, maybe this isn't. Oh, so let me ask you. All right, so let me let me, mm-hmm. let me ask the question back to you then. Do you think it's do you think it's a sin to go to the slot machines and throw ten bucks in? That I don't know. I really. I mean, I, 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 I'm not as confident like. that it is as you are. I would. I I did it once and I hated it because I gave my money away to some dude I can't see. Um, because it just went away. But I didn't feel like it was a. I didn't feel but, convicted about it while I was doing it. I just felt selfish because I wanted my money back. Okay, but so right. So, but either way, you just said you. you not only that, but the 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 it that that's like a little microcosm of. So the casinos are like a little microcosm of like social media stuff like that. It, it's literally designed for yeah. you to get addicted. Mm-hmm. There's no clocks in there, so you can't see how long you've been in there. There's mm-hmm. all those things. Like it's got the dopamine effect of like one one more time. What's in it? For, it's like the scroll effect. Yeah, yeah, social, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it's I guess all this, got the this, same thing. It's this, all psychologically designed for you to fail. Dabbling in a gray area that can only lead to more sin. Correct. Yeah. Because what happens is, it, let's just say you go down, it, it's rare that, a, that it's not in human beings to just be like, oh, okay, I played once and I won, all right, I'll come back again yeah, in, yeah. in a year and a half. It's like, oh, all right, I won. Let me, like, let me see if I can win more. I mean, you if know, it wasn't like, casinos, would be, like, they'd be gambling machines in Wawa, but they're not, they're in gigantic multi-billion dollar buildings. Right. It's, they're working. Yeah. And something's working. So, yeah, exactly. It's designed yeah. for you to lose, or else they wouldn't have them. Yeah. Or the, yeah. So you're literally playing a thing that it's designed it's, – it's set up for you to win. Whereas opposed to like – that's what I'm saying. I think it is a little bit different if you're betting on a Sixers game. It's like that's not designed for you to lose. Mm. That could go any way. Mm. That's, that's literally 50-50 unless one is See, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's, that, that sounds like a – that we're getting – I don't find it I – could, I, I could – I fully understand how the conviction could exist on the individual level. But I, I don't think I could make it black and white to say it's Wh- – Which it's, one? It's a sin to put $10 in a slot machine. I don't think I can do that. Okay, so wh- when it says, so do you think gambling is a sin? I think there's there's factors around it that make it a sin because there's no, like, because we're talking about the actual idea of gambling is a black and white issue because it's not directly in scripture, right? Okay. So, like, what sins make gambling a sin? Like, what what is the heart? It's It's got to have something to do with heart behind it. It's got to have something where you're putting your money. Where your priorities are, Be, bond, being a, being in bondage to it, yeah, being in bondage to, to it. it, yeah, yeah. So all those yeah. those things, but um, I can't make this statement. I can't say everyone who's ever gambled sinned. Yeah, I no, think, I can't say that. That's, I, I wouldn't say that either. either. I can't yeah, push that yeah. conviction on other people. But I would say it's got to be a high percentage of the time that it's not good, and it's not right. fruitful. And, and it's, it's not, definitely, if we're going back to our things, it's not. I don't. I don't see how it's glorifying God. Yeah, I don't see how it's edifying your brother or the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The so, stock thing's interesting. I'll, I'll I'll think about it. I haven't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. This is me. This is me. Just I haven't thought about it either. Yeah. I just know yeah. what it can do because I've seen it. Yeah. And so the the I way mean, that will, I know people it, will literally gamble until they're like kneecaps are getting mm-hmm. broken. Yeah. Like that. Like. Well, so the uh, the way I know that um, that socks can be, uh, I believe, addicting is sinful is when it's it gets absorbing. Where you're like you're looking at the screen and the different things are flowing and <laughs> got the, the you know what I mean. And you got the Nasdaq and you're like <laughs> and yeah, you're, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, trying. Yeah. To, you're like all right, so I'll trade this here. That's when like I, it's the same thing with food. It's 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 like 
it's it could be money the, gluttony. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like you're just you're you're so obsessive over the the gains and the the losses. But they set it and forget it. I don't know. I'll look up uh, to look up the counter. I'll look up Ramsey because he's all about investments, um, and he always cites the talents as as the scripture basis for just you know if God gives you access, do well with it. Um, but the counter argument to that is you know give it away if you do you yeah. loves much or has much to give more. Um, all right, gamble. That's a good one. We can cover gambling another time. We'll try to get some. We'll go to AC, pick somebody up. Mm-hmm. But the, the the sad part about AC, I don't know if you ever walked through Atlantic City, um, in in the on the casino floor. It's like we do we do um, homeless ministries there, where people come in the, the Breakfast Club. And I'm, I'm not saying I saw the same person, but if you walk through that base floor, you know, there are people at the machines actively using heroin. Sure, like little needles in their arm. Yeah. Like I saw one lady. Um, who was face first, like on the on the machine, um, and she will probably be at different church ministries on Saturday, trying to get food right. and, and then take that food and sell it and then go right. back to the thing. So, um, it's like it's a cesspool, you know, when you, when it gets to that point, because then you're you're stealing from the church to sell to the um, other people who are going to then. You know, and then you're going to turn back and use, you're going to lose all your money. You're going to need another fix. You're going to go out and need to sell your body. And then it's like, you get this whole thing of like, you get the whole cesspool of, of prostitution, drug use, um, anger, resentment. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, AC is bad. Yeah. It's it's a, like the difference between AC and like Trenton and the poverty that you see there is there's not really a gambling, like there's no casinos in Trenton. Right. So you get, you have the addicts and everything. But there's less to be addicted to. Even though, even though on your phone, I didn't even know this until I met a friend from high school that was making a decent amount of money. But um, like, you can do gambling apps on your phone and yeah. make oh, a, yeah, a yeah, decent yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Like a friend, I went to a, um, a hangout one time, and the kid said he made sixteen grand last year on his tax return. He like showed me the tax return. I was like, geez. But he says it's like eight to ten hours a day. He's on his phone. He's on his phone at work. He's on his phone. Jeez. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so I think we covered the this this aspect a few times uh, as we we're talking through in uh, ways I don't think we ever planned on talking <laughs> tonight. I never thought the metaverse would be in a podcast, <laughs> but we're there now. <laughs> so I just of, hear about it, and I have no no idea too. what it I is. I hear people talk about it who don't know what they're talking about, so I, it doesn't help. Yeah. Um, so why is it wrong to make our spiritual preferences spiritual principles? Which I think is a, the 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 alliteration there is helpful. Right, so if if we have our own convictions, which is what Paul's addressing, because there were people there that had their own convictions about the food, mm-hmm. why is it important? I mean, it's very clear to judge someone who's apart from sin is sinful. Like when something's not black and white, and you're judging them in it, because you're. I, I think the, the big part about it makes it sin is that you're putting you're putting motive behind their thing mm. that they didn't yeah. put there. You can judge your own motives because you know you like. Right, you can yeah. judge it on yourself, and you might yeah. feel convicted because you know you whatever the thing is. You know you have an addictive personality. You know you have you know you're prone to anger. You know you're, whatever it might be. Like that's why you know partly you feel convicted because you know how you would behave in a situation. Yeah. But when somebody else is like, like they're, I'm sure they were like, the if they're eating meat that was sacrificed to those idols, they're 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 worshiping those idols, but they might not be at all. Yeah. So you're putting they're putting their own motives on that person. Mm-hmm. Like no, actually I'm starving. Yeah, because I can give my, my other family. food away to another uh, yeah, yeah. homeless family or whatever, you know, whatever it might have been. So I think it's like you're putting, you're, you're like implying the motives. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. 
And the next one, um, like in the second reason why it would be bad to, to start putting your preferences as principles would be it disregards unity and diversity that God has created. So, I mean, as, as much as we'd all like to believe that there's this like, now I want to, it's like this evangelical culture. Like there's this like culture that once you become a Christian, you just like don't get tattoos anymore. And then like, it'd be, it's really comfortable to create categories that Christians should fit into. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it feels good. Like, mm-hmm. and especially when you fit into the category you create oh, for them, yeah. you know, like it, you, you should play acoustic guitar as a mm-hmm. white male. You know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like there are boxes that we create for, for people, um, as Christians and it, it kind of breaks down what the, di- I mean, God gave us all individual gifts and individual convictions and we got to navigate those gray areas. Um, what are you going to say? No, I'm trying to think of the, the quote. It's like, uh, God wanted unity, not uniformity. Is that, is that the okay. quote where he wanted, he wants us all united behind a message, the message of Jesus Christ, yeah. not to literally all be the same person. Yeah. Unless that same person is Jesus. Like, yeah, I mean, we don't. What was the purpose of six feet on a person, right? Like oh, yeah, the body yeah, like of Christ, body you need Christ, all yeah. different kinds of members. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it'd be funny to like tell the foot. It's like, nah, you should be more like the hand, and then yeah. it's like walking all weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, handstands. Yeah, and then uh, it it doesn't display grace to, uh, to others. So again, not only is this affecting Christians, the way we handle this issue. Like, the way that I've been viewing this uh, through our conversations tonight is like, okay, so you're a Christian, you accept that Jesus Christ is your Savior, you've made that beautiful step to step out in faith, maybe get baptized, and then you're just starting to like grow in your faith. Like you're growing, you're, you're in a church now, you're plugged into a healthy body of believers, and you're starting to think, okay, now I want to be a disciple of Christ. I want to look at everything in my life, and I want to see whether it aligns with what the Bible has to say. Like, that's kind of what I've been thinking. That's the heart behind it. And that it's like, okay, now school, work, job, smoking, just, and you're going through all these different things that I know, and then you're just, you know, working through it. But there's also the layer of non-believers. And I think when we focus so much on having opinions on the gray, you can turn non-believers off to the grace that God offers. You know, like, it really doesn't matter what anybody who doesn't believe in Christ believes about any of these gray areas, like at all. Like, there's, here's an example. Say you're, you're running a Bible study, right? And, and, or a fellowship or you're in church and somebody walks in who's first time they've come to church and, you know, they're not, and this is a good question for you guys. They're not believers, right? And you just know, they're, they're open about it. Like, oh, I'm just trying this out. I've never been to a church before, but they're like swearing and stuff, right? They're just like, in the, okay. in the conversation, like you guys are all kicking around, they're just like dropping F-bombs, you know? Um, I think that there's a quick need to fix the behavior there that Christians have, right? Obviously, I don't want to be teaching the Bible study and then right after somebody like cursing real loud. Right. And there's a, you know, there's a gut reaction to not show grace. I'm like, I'm sorry, you just, you, you got to stop cursing because we don't do that here. Um, You know, or... Display grace, you know, um, by not calling out and making by not calling out, not making that specific thing, which isn't necessarily because gray areas don't even apply to non-believers. Yeah, what moral guide are they using? Yeah, you know. So I would rather them know Jesus and and try to hold off as long as I can before making them feel alienated because of the language. You know, eventually you have to. You know, you can't just be saying all kinds of crazy. But I mean, I guess unless they had something wrong with them, like I guess they would pick up on it sooner than later that they're the only one talking like that. Yeah. Which is a, an, a way of hope. grace to show them that, though, by, by right. modeling it. Right, yeah. right. Instead of just attacking them. 
um, if they come in with like I don't know crazy hairstyle or something or like I don't know something something that like a lot. Of, I mean, you go to a Baptist church and you have like pink hair that's standing on top of your head. Like you're gonna get talked to like, in most Baptist circles, right, especially right, right. if you say I believe her and then you want to start serving. What kind of grace are you showing where you're like, you know, you want the love of God? That's great. Get your hair changed and then He's ready for you. It's like right. what? Um. Okay, so we covered why you can't push your preference as a spiritual principle onto someone else, which I think is hard to do. It's a knee-jerk reaction. I Maybe it's easy for you. I don't know. I think em- empathetic people don't struggle with that. Like, you're not quick to push off your preferences on other people when you're empathetic to everybody's walk of life. But people who just like hard lines, which I do, but I, they're hard to find. Um, all right, so let's list. What are some things, Cole? You can start with the first one. Oh, boy. What are some black and white areas that we make gray as believers black and white areas. so what are some things that the scripture is actually very clear about and it repeats multiple times and it doesn't take a systematic study it just takes a very cursory reading of the bible that the modern church has made gray oh boy no pressure yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to think I mean, the only one I can I can think of. I I don't know if people consider this a gray area, but like tithing. Oh, and, that's what I said. Okay, that was mine. Just not even. Just, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. No, he's not listening. That's fine. Um, but, oh my gosh, I was looking he's, up, a, he's in the metaverse over there. <laughs> no, I was looking up something. <laughs> he's I was looking up something, but I couldn't figure out how to look it up. Got it. Now I just needed to know. Okay, good. What he's, did you need to know? You got He's behind Snoop Dogg now. Huh? No. Can you share with the class? No, I needed to know what was. I needed to know the phrase that was on those coins that Christians refused to use oh, and buy and, for and the, and buy in the market. Huh? Yeah. No, Caesar. Caesar is Lord. Kaiser Curious. Kaiser Curious. Okay. Anyway, I, I was going to say that, but you beat me to it. Yeah, I just needed to know that. Um, uh, the uh, the example of tithing, but I think people get so hung up on the the tithing aspect where it was the Jewish tradition of like the ten percent. Mm. Other uh, outside of the giving in general. That Paul says, like giving with a joyous heart, like, mm. and it's spoken about a lot that you are supposed to give with a joyous heart, no matter what it is. Mm. Uh, the the lady that gave the two, the two mites, right? Is that yeah. the two mites is the right amount? Um, that's all that she had. That wasn't ten percent of what she had. That's all she had, but she gave it to God. Mm. Um, that's a good example. So I like it. Because people get so hung up on like oh, it's got to be ten percent, or uh, I don't have the money right now, so I'm just not going to give at all. It's like mm-hmm. okay, well, the the heart just, of a, of a heart. believer is is clearly yeah, it's clearly in scripture. generous, uh, a generous giver. Yeah, yeah. One. I also think that's just so counterculture to American culture, mm-hmm. because I mean, a lot of communities around the world are very like uh, well, just that like they're very, they're community based, so mm-hmm. like. Everything is everybody's kind of. I don't mean by like government, but I mean just like just in general, like the like a lot of third world countries, like everybody, everything is everybody's. Like we just use yeah. what we have. Like here, we're like very individualistic, mm-hmm. and you got to work and earn for your own thing. Um, and I think that plays into tithing somehow. I don't know how, but I think it does. I, I feel like we have gone over this, maybe not on the podcast, but in the Bible studies, where um, like getting owed something, like lending something to somebody, and then feeling like you need it back. Mm. Um, but where it talks about in, uh, I was just going over this in Exodus where it's like, you give something, I'm sorry, that's not yours. Like that land mm. isn't yours or that thing that you should be able to forgive your brother that debt. Mm. Like, and so we shouldn't be yeah. holding on to the things of that we have so mm. hard. 
Yeah, it's a good one. Tithing's a good one. I think that one's like mm, there's so many different ways to think about it too, because there there are people that make it so black and white that the churches harp on it so much because they want more money. So that's an issue that's oh, also yeah. too gray and too black and white. Mm-hmm. So one thing I think it's interesting when to, to apply, and this is a principle that I'm working through, um, and I think it's true, but I don't know how to how to apply. It. And I think okay, I'm just gonna say, okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm Peterson like ranting for like five minutes to get to one. Um, we should give the biblical subjects the same amount of pages that the Bible does. Got it. Huh. So if a topic in the Bible is to- – and this is why expositional teaching is great because wait, wait. you literally are. I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you real quick. Uh, like page by page or like word by like – I'm just talking about the attention, just like attention. percentage of okay. attention. Gotcha. So like say homosexuality is addressed seven times in the Bible um, in seven different verses. So that means seven right? sermons about – no, no, but I'm saying though, if if something is mentioned seven times in the entire Bible, mm-hmm. it should not be the subject of 300 of your 400 sermons. But I gotcha. think I, I I agree. Let me just first say that. But I think part of the reason is because the new- our world or our nation is giving it much more percentage now. Yeah, and you know we, we don't have to, but but churches choose to respond to that, which is mm-hmm. I guess what you're talking about. Like you don't have to, mm-hmm. but like. Churches like when, when you know when gay couples are going to churches and for like demanding that they get married there, mm. now it's being forced to be brought up. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying no, I'm not saying going places and pick it. I'm not saying any of that, but I'm just saying I think a lot of attention has gone there. Mm. The attention only goes there when the country goes there. Now everything's LGBTQ plus. So you see the church talking about it. Which well, what you're saying is the church doesn't have to. Well, like, even in, even in that case though. So you look at like when Paul would address issues, it was because for the same reason it was being addressed. So you talk about writing the church right. of Corinth talking about sexual sin. The sexual sin was very very prevalent in in yeah, Corinth. Cor- right, right, right. Yeah, they had so, temples for virgins. And even then, it's a small percentage of what he's saying. You know, like he he has those same issues being presented in his time. But if you pull the amount of times he mentioned sexual sin, and in his letters. As opposed to the gospel and the thing that he's emphasizing on, emphasizing it's 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 a small percentage. True, but I also think he's trying to establish the gospel and the doctrine in a in a in a, in a one in a room full of people that might not even be able to read. Mm. So this is getting read to them. It's not like they read old Jewish texts. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's got a he's got a limited amount of space to explain the gospel mm-hmm. and explain that we need to be in love and in unity and this, this and that while simultaneously addressing what's going on. Yeah. But he also did other things that we don't do. He also literally called out people by name mm-hmm. of who's sleeping with their mom and this and, and he would just he would name drop. Yeah, but I'm saying like I agree with that. Like he he is thinking through Paul's writing, so we have we have his personality and his thing, but we also know that the Holy Spirit's not Correct. just speaking to that culture only. So like right. the percentage also applies to the rest of humanity for the moving forward. Right. So, so like so, he's so, addressing them that like that's that's the model that I would like to copy for, you know, moving forward, which is like you know, looking about how much he addressed it when it was prevalent in his time period, I'll take it now to this time period. You know how much he addressed it because the whole right, period. But what was I'm saying it might be different Paul. in different time periods. Like a big thing that was happening in the Church of Rome was the clash between the Jews and Christians. Mm-hmm. Well, that might not have been happening in the Church of Philippi. So he wrote that to Romans mm-hmm. and touched on it a little bit, knowing that yeah, this is going to be circulated to, to, to Philippi. Yeah. Um, but if he didn't know that was going to be circulated or he was writing a letter specifically and only to the Romans, would he have touched that a little bit more? Mm. But I mean, that's why Romans goes into like 
the law and everything and what does mm-hmm. it mean to be Jew? I used to be a Jew, but now I'm a Christian and yeah. I was a Gentile, but now I'm a Christian. How do these two cultures collide and be in the same congregation? That's why Romans is written like Romans. Mm-hmm. Um, but there wasn't anybody sleeping with their mom or mother-in-law or whatever, you know, and, and, and so he didn't write that. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are we so the same spot, thing? I don't know what we're I think we I think we're agreeing. I just uh, I'm saying that I at least want to have the framework of the Bible's attention to topics, a framework. I'm not going to say I can't like you're saying you can't do a percentage. Like I know that. I can't take Corinth and apply it to Hamilton mm-hmm. because there's going to have different percentages. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if I'm looking at the Bible as a work as a whole, which is how the the Holy Spirit intended us to use it today as a whole. Right. I can look at it as a systematic way and say okay, well like if you look at the modern Baptist church and what they continually focus on out loud in sermons, like I, I like, I, it's got to be really heavy on homosexuality, abortion, like the main issues that you would see in the Republican movement, the Republican Party. Um, and I am looking at the way that the Bible addresses those sins. It's like it's focusing so much on the black and white area of those issues that they, they either feel like the culture is challenging them in or, I don't know, that they just have some sort of like vendetta against because they feel like it's challenging their authority instead of focusing on the gospel and the other 99% of the Bible and, and teaching that. Okay. But I think if he was writing letters today, it would, would don't you think it would have been the same exact thing? As the Baptist church or what he was writing back then? No, I'm saying if he was writing letters to churches today, wouldn't mm-hmm. it be the same as like, so, um, if he was writing to, I don't know. I'm just. I'm not speaking for Paul. I'm just saying you get the yeah. concept here. What I'm saying, like, if he was writing to Solid Rock, a big section of it would be: listen, guns isn't the biggest issue. Homosexuality isn't yeah. the biggest issue, right? Mm-hmm. But he, a portion of it would be that, and then it would be about love and you know whatever. Yeah. It would be the gospel. Yeah. And then if he was writing to Hampton, he probably wouldn't even mention that mm-hmm. because that never, if ever, comes up. Yeah. In our church. Yeah, I agree with you. Right. Okay. I just don't think Paul would go, again, putting words in his mouth, would go to a church like that and only speak about guns and then every single week speak about it for eternity. You know, there's other issues that people in that congregation need to be refined by in the world. No, but he also, what also Paul did he that we don't really do now is people would get excommunicated from the churches. Yeah. If they don't change this behavior, mm-hmm. like 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 the guy who slept with his mother-in-law or whatever, he then get him out of the congregation. He treated believers and non-believers very different mm-hmm. because you can't expect yeah. non-believers yeah. to act saved, right? So, but believers were held to a different standard, and if they don't change the way they are, then you need to separate them because a little leaven leavens the whole bread. Yeah. So, but we don't really do that that much anymore. Where if he was writing a letter to the Church of Hampton, I don't know, just, whatever, just to say like, I I don't I, I, just on that note, I don't think very much sin is called out and then refused to change. Yeah, well, no, no, I'm just saying. Let's yeah. just, so let's just it's take the Matthew it, let's just model, take, right? You address him yeah. with one, you address right, him right, with right, two, right. and then. But I'm just saying. Let's just say. Let's just say a, a letter was getting written today mm-hmm. to th- this random church, and this random church constantly talks about guns. And would say like whoever is promoting that theology needs to be removed, mm-hmm. and if it's not removed, 
then you need to go with two brothers or whatever, and then they need to be eventually be excommunicated in front of the church, mm-hmm. or, and so it would be go- That's what I'm saying. So what you won't have to harp on it for years because yeah. it would be addressed and then handled. Do you think that's like the the value? Because I've heard this argue that argument made for why churches should be part of some sort of like larger denomination because there's people that do that. They're like Calvaries will get talked to. Like there was a Calvary in Philadelphia and in, in Antioch that was no longer allowed to call themselves a Calvary because they branched off on issues and continued to talk about them. And yeah, but all I think all I think that does that goes back to our other logic before where we were talking about like uh, you know burning. Uh, it's kind of the same logic as like burning burning CDs because I don't. Well, it's just go like okay, so they're not going to be part of Calvary, but there's going to be another church. Granted, they don't have your Calvary name on it, but they still have like, Jesus Christ's name on it. But I'm saying so there's still no, going to be another. But they church, removed like, the authority they had as a Calvary, so like they right. But I'm all, they I'm just saying they, they don't go around and so like, slap them from like, the pulpit. You know, like they, their authority their authority doesn't extend past that. Like Joe Foch can't go to his church now. After they're no longer Calvary's, like there's no, there's no authority. Well, right, I know, and this goes back to the point I talked about long before, where it's like it, there's so many churches now. It's hard, it's hard to operate the same way Paul did. When there's one church yeah. in Philippi, you can be like, all right, that guy is no longer the leader yeah. of this church. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now everybody in Philippi is like, all right, bye, guy. You know, like that's it. Like he's <laughs> mm. he lost all his. But now when you have ninety thousand churches just in Philly, it's like, all right, fine, I don't have to be a Calvary anymore. I'll be a, I'll be my own thing, and I'll still get people to come. Mm. So it's just a whole there's different a, like yeah, even though there's a little bit of leverage though not leverage but there's a little bit of pressure to st- keep your theology straight when you're part of something bigger you know and you take pride in being part of a you know a Calvary Chapel or like a Baptist or an IBM right you know, but it, but, you, but and but like you're obviously not taking that much pride if you've been addressed and you're not willing to change it no there's benefits to it though that people don't want to lose um, there's benefits to being called a Calvary because you can draw on a certain group of people and taking that away is, is, a, is a punishment. What I'm saying is if you're teaching bad theology and then the Calvary yeah. leaders come in and say, yes. like, listen, if you don't stop this, we're going we're gonna to remove yeah. you and they don't stop it, then yeah. you obviously don't care mu- that much about the benefits. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You still okay. care more about But your, I'm saying there still but, are benefits and people yeah, 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 want to yeah, yeah, keep yeah, them. Yeah, so yeah. there's like a little bit of leverage there as opposed to like independent churches where there's right, no right, accountability right. to anybody besides right. God. Um, and that's a tough place to be in. I don't know. I'd rather be. I'd rather have some accountability to somebody. But I mean, I John were. does address different churches in Revelation specific to their sins. I don't want to say sins because some are doing a good. Faults. Um, like just, unique characteristics. Characterizations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like specifically, the church in Laodicea. Mm-hmm. You're lukewarm. Like. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know. I don't. What we, how did we get on this? What were we talking about? I don't remember the start of it, but I like where we are. <laughs> we, we ended somewhere. <laughs> That's yeah. my life story. Um, yeah. So the, I mean, I, I don't want to fall back. Oh, oh, we were talking about, we were talking about, oh, the percentage of if the Bible only talks oh, yeah, about yeah. it this much. And oh. I was saying like, I, I agree with you. I, I 100% yeah. agree. Like if the Bible only talks about it this much, then we should only talk about it that much. But I think people fall away from that rule because the country brings it up so much. Uh, yeah. And it's just, and, it, and how do you and, not talk about what the country's talking about? Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of yeah, what they're yeah. like. Yeah, and that would be like that would be like that would be like who can't, like the Bible says nothing on COVID. Yeah. So no pastor at all mentioned anything about COVID. Mm. But even though that's like the number one thing ever in that past years being talked about, so like it would get it would get weird. It would get mm-hmm. dicey. Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could apply the principle though even to that like. What is what is the amount of you could even boil it down to like what is the amount of cultural issues that Paul specifically addressed to Corinth, you know, outside of just the generic gospel that he be delivering? Like it's a, you can probably quantify it if you wanted to. Like how many specific issues to Corinth did he address? I think and, I think I think the unique ones to Corinth are a lot. 
Yeah. To be honest, not only that, but he wrote. He had to write twice to him. Yeah, it was so nice. He wrote it twice. So nice. Ooh. He wrote it twice. I mean, like they were abusing spiritual gifts. Like mm. a lot. Of, like Corinth was a mess. Yeah. Um. It's so not nice. He wrote it twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. So, but I mean, I don't know. That's interesting. I'd have to, I'd like, have to look like at it look, systematically yeah. and be like, all right. So he addressed like sexual sins. He addressed like making uh, idols. He addressed you know idols, what, yeah, like whatever it would be. The food. Like the that. eating meats and like those were their main issues. Was that half of it? Was that fall of it? And then look at the other letters and, and kind of see how And then the second one, you can't really go by the second one because that was just like re-emphasizing the first. And he was like, guys, I already wrote once. What are we doing? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, just to clarify for anybody listening to like the way we're discussing this is whenever we look at the the Bible, we know that Paul wrote it to those people with those things in mind, but the Holy Spirit intended that to be universally applied. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which All matters. Which matters, and it was. But, like, they were they were cycled around. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying like the, even though we're saying like he wrote to these people because what they were struggling with. The Spirit knew that and knew that we'd be reading it and the world would right. always have the same issues because human condition is repetitive. Right, which is why we're having this podcast right now. Yeah. Because theirs was food, but ours is social media. Yeah. You know, so metaverse. it's like meta- the metaverse. Yeah. Imagine Paul heard that. <laughs> the meta what? <laughs> <laughs> we're having I don't even have a, Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So for uh, – I mean, you want to boil down to the main question that we we answer every single – gray area with <laughs> that if we st- if we just may named our podcast encounter christ culture and community is it helpful we could, we <laughs> could be done it would be our tagline the kingdom yeah um which is like, which is how i i think i i talked to you when we brought up the subject i was like where are one we gonna sentence. go with this yeah. yeah it's literally one sentence and yet we've talked almost two hours about it yeah and and I, as much as i would say yeah we have to boil everything down to that like yeah. is everything is what we're gonna do like, the drinking one was like well, when we covered alcohol uh, we covered it in the first two minutes and then you guys were like i was trying to keep the conversation going so we could get somewhere productive um for like 40 more um and you guys are just making fun of my questions i know where well, else to it's go it's hard because you had a room full of people that don't drink and you're like so what about drinking and yeah like, yeah i don't know i don't <laughs> even like um yeah so if you ask is it helpful to my ministry to the people around me and to god and I mean, if, I mean, once you ask that question, it settles every gray area. We know yeah. that. Like, and but, to me, it's like, a, is it is it safe to say that almost all of them are just no? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, which one is like, yeah, no, this really does. Like, it's almost like, uh, is this a gray area? And as soon as you ask that question, yes. Yeah. Most likely. Well, sorry, not yes, but most likely. Well, yeah. The way that if not, you're asking that question, you the spirit has always already kind of convicted you about yeah. it, and you're trying to find a way out of that conviction. All right, just just real quick, I just want to go through these real quick. Just just quick yeses or nos oh, for both of you at the same time. Ready? At the same time? Yeah. The question is, does it further the kingdom? Drinking. No. No. Dating. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's a, that's a legit gray area. That's I think that's a legit gray one. Yeah. Okay. Kissing. It, no. Pre um, is this premarital? Pre. Yeah. No. <laughs> no in both. Okay. Gambling. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's anti-kissing just in general. <laughs> Gambling. <laughs> this came out of nowhere. It's just huge. Oh, he's protesting <laughs> with signs. Oh man. Okay, say it again. What's the Gambling. next Gambling. No. no. Smoking. No. No. Clothing. Wait. Wait, having clothes. I mean you could you could I guess you you could work Is clothes. It furthering this. That's a whole different topic. Like yeah, that's hard because it's wearing like, it. How you're wearing it. Yeah. yeah. Type um, clothes, stuff like that. Gray. Music. That could further the kingdom. Yeah. Well, yeah, depending it's on the type. Yeah. <laughs> Is it furthering the kingdom? Yeah. Then, yes, it could. It could, The yeah. type, yeah. But it could also not. So it's hard. Movies. 
Is it further in your kingdom? It could. Um, same answer. Chosen. Yeah. 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 Television, same thing. Social media, it could, but that's just. But that one's really hard. That's like a, a two to ninety-eight percent kind of. Um. Oh, I just lost my list. Two um, percent, not helping. I'm right? just going to skip over birth control. Dancing. Yeah. Oh. I hate dancing. No, I can't do it. Okay. Even though David did it. Spending your money. Uh, yeah, yeah, tithing. Homeschooling. School. Let's say schooling. Schooling. Because like, they get, choices. they get. As we listed these, they got grayer and grayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like I mean, the first one started with like ed. drinking, dating, gambling. Can they further the kingdom? It's like stealing. Yeah. <laughs> stealing, murdering. I mean, like instruct your child in the ways of the Lord that he might yeah. walk uprightly. So I mean, yeah. All right. Tattoos. Is it further in the kingdom? Tech? Yeah. No. 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 Most of the time, no. I was going to say, unless you're yeah. literally writing out scripture and then using that as a way Unless school. you ask somebody that has tattoos, they'll always tell you yes. Yeah. Oh, no, I have tattoos. I don't... I know. Uh, no, but, but I'm I, not, not I here. think some for the kingdom... I've had a bunch of people ask me about the Psalms on well, my arms. On, our la- on the, the last time we talked about tattoos was when our, our friend Vince was on. Okay. And he said they 100% further it. They, they don't detract from it. Hmm. He said that... He's had dozens of conversations with people that say they uh, come to our church uh, because he has them. I've had like so two. like he might I was have different. Say, mine's more hidden, so I I would say no. It's it not for uh, Okay, Ken. What? Which set are we talking about? Okay. <laughs> the one. <laughs> um. I don't know if you had another one though. He said it, like nobody no, sees I, it. Like yeah, no, you really can't. Home I mean, defense. Yeah. It's a further the kingdom. A, oh, that one's a great. That's great for me. Is it really? What shade of gray, if, though? It, it depends on what we're talking about. Like, defense, like, having locks on my doors. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, yeah, I, yeah. defense, like a baseball bat. Like, I would say yes. Like, defending my... Yeah, when it comes to murdering a person. I'm not... Home defense, I didn't I didn't think, like, shooting. Yeah. If it was... But, like, simple... Shooting thoughts. to well, kill well, You're the one defense. who wrote that in there, so whatever you thought of when you wrote that in there, is that furthering the kingdom? Yes. Okay. It's furthering the kingdom? Mm-hmm. So it's not a gray area. You asked me yes or no. I said yes. I don't know why you're mad at me right now. Because what a second ago you said it's you said it's a gray area. You just went from a gray area because to because yes. you said how I defined it. Then yes. Okay, which is what? Which is does it further the kingdom? Any type of limitations to making sure no one can hurt your family in your house in your house. And I'm not specifically referring to shooting. I'm talking right, about, about yeah. If, if, if somebody's trying to run out with my daughter tackling him to the ground, I don't. That's further in the kingdom. Okay. Yeah, when it listed like that, I agree. Okay. That was my so definition. Let me just add one more comma guns. Is it further in the kingdom? That's tough. I, I don't no. know. Huh? I'm going to say no, but I also don't have a family that I am protecting, so. True. I don't know. I look forward to our future episode. Um, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you're also talking to somebody who does, I, I don't even lock my doors. Mm. I, he I, lives I, at, <laughs> yeah. no, I told somebody I, I don't do that, and, like, you're insane. I was like, well, I'm sorry. So, like, so, so, quick story. So, the other day, I was waiting for, uh, I was waiting for Liz. I'm just standing. Don't ask me why. I was just standing at the door, like, just like Liz it was is just his a girlfriend, glass door. by the way. Yeah, yeah. I was yes, thank you. And um, I'm just standing there. I'm looking outside at the back at the back shed, and there's from the neighbor's yard. There's f- footprints in this. I almost didn't know how to say that. I was like, I was, I almost said feet prints. <laughs> no, there's so there's footprints in the snow. Going into the shed, and then from the shed, going into our back window. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, so, no, no, I'm not joking. So, so I call, 
it's so like I, a detective novel, like a see, no, it was. And I was Scooby like, Doo. so I caught I caught Shawnee, my roommate, and I was like, yeah, did you recently go into the shed? And he was like, no, I haven't been in there in like a year and a half. And I was like, there's footprints going into it, and then into our back window. And he's like, what? So that's nuts. So then me and Lizard, we're, we're looking at it, and they come all the way up to my doorstep. Like, we're, we're not in the snow because the snow doesn't go all the way up, but, like, the snow print from the shoe mm-hmm. is now on concrete mm-hmm. all the way up to my doorstep. So we're just sitting there. We're trying to investigate, like, what could have happened? And the only thing I could think of that, that would have happened was someone was chasing their dog, and it got up onto our doorstep, and then they just walked away. How, this story ended with I looked down and my feet were in the footsteps and I realized I went to the shed last night. I was no, going to kill was, you. No, no. I'm, I'm being <laughs> and my footsteps. Was, I was I would, no, no, I would, no, no, it was legitimate. Like they were – and they went to a fence and then what's crazy is there's snow on the other side of the fence with no footprints. I'm like, what, did they just vanish? <laughs> so you were robbed by vampires. I don't know what happened, but somebody went – somebody walked through the – is this not nuts to you guys? No, anyway, I, no, it is. long it's story crazy. short, even wild. with that, I don't lock my doors. So it's gonna, it's, and again, he lives at five. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. All right. So I think that the, the ones that we have to choose to move forward with to discuss and to have guests on that have you know nuanced opinions about these are ones that acknowledge that the Holy Spirit's role is strong, and all of these are so. The m- more I read scripture, the less gray things get. I will say that. The more I, I know that there are actual gray areas, I understand that. But like when when you talk about the kingdom and you really get in tune with the heart of God and you're and you're like reading his word and reading the heart of God and seeing how the heart of God reacts in situations, like you're not just reading the New Testament and getting the the grace heart of God. You're reading like on the old testament and seeing him lead people to death and kill the dude who touched the ark. Like all these like dramatic mm-hmm. you know you get the heart of god throughout the whole bible the more things become a little less gray you know and, and you get to see god's you know principles really come out um so one thing we have to do as we you know move forward with some of these is one just know the word better and two um i think the conversations that we have are going to have to be just what do we think about those like to a certain extent like if we talk about home defense it's gonna be a lot of anecdotal stuff after you talk about the word of you know talk about the scriptures because a lot of things we find for people who want to justify certain black and whiteness of grayness if that makes sense is they use the levitical law that needs to be interpreted like the laws that were intended for the israel through moses right when you're setting up a nation and you know there's all kinds of stuff we're not stoning we're not you know we're not doing the Passover, Are you know, you to, in order to stay alive right, right now. Right, right, so we need to find, is it ceremonial? Sacri- sacrifices. Yeah. I mean, if you want to find like the different, you have to, uh, and we'll do this when we go over each one, because especially when we get to home defense, we're going to get some laws that will be mentioned from um, Levitical law. We're going to get, uh, we have to be able to classify them into the three main categories. And I remember there's the ceremonial, mm-hmm. there's the moral, and then there's a third one. Actually, I just went over this and it's in the end of Exodus mm-hmm. about a home defense. She just went over couple days ago yeah so there's there's i think this third one's like uh legal like court so like the mm-hmm. ceremonial which mm-hmm. is like the 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 sacrifices there's the moral which the god. moral can be brought through because it does demonstrate the heart of god um and then there's the legal which can't be um because the legal system is different in every country you know and nation so there's only one third of those laws can even be considered telling and somewhat revealing to how the heart of god would function today right while the other ones need to be left in that book in, mm-hmm. in in the Pentateuch, and I don't know if you said this or not, but what, but how many of them were repeated in the New Testament? Yeah, yeah. as obvious for 
mm. you know, Christian believers. Yeah, and that's very few. Right. So if you want to eliminate, you it want to narrow it down. I mean, it was literally summed up to love, love, love God and love your neighbor as yeah. yourself. But you want to narrow it down from all 600 plus to a third of them. Mm-hmm. And that third isn't an even third. I mean, it's much, much less than a 200. And then you want to narrow that down to what's repeated. You're looking at like a dozen. You know, that maybe, might, maybe, yeah. yeah. That Ten you of can, them are the commandments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So 11 plus yeah. 11. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the kind of principle that we have to work through. And we want to do our due diligence to make sure we're, we're having conversations that are that take those things into account, that we're not being careless with them. And I encourage you guys to do the same. All right. You've been encountered. We sincerely thank you for listening to this week's episode of Encounter. On this podcast, our goal is to encounter Christ, culture, and each other. And specifically in the each other part, in our real conversations that sometimes span two to three hours, you may hear an opinion that you disagree with. First, please know that scripture is our ultimate authority and that the word of God is the ultimate test of objective truth. Second, know that we are all part of the body of Christ and we are constantly learning and growing as well and would love to hear from you if you think differently on a topic. You can do so by DMing us on Instagram. If you have been blessed by this podcast at all, please subscribe, like, and share it.